Hello, everybody. Hello. We're back. This is episode four. Yes. Our podcast, and we're pretty excited. I think Welcome. We have, a, we have a good lineup, I'd say. Wouldn't you agree, James? Yeah, let's, uh, let's get right into it. Our lineup tonight of topics are South Park Streaming Wars. And we're going to be reviewing that, talking about the... We just finished the second part, yep. so we'll be talking about the character development, the allegories for climate for change, change, and streaming um, services, streaming and services and all that, but all, and also analyzing character development in South Park characters such as uh, Randy Marsh, which pretty is, much. Which is very significant. Which is very significant. If, if you don't care how Randy Marsh is changing, then, then fuck you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Watch all of South Park right now, you nerd. Right now. We'll and also be looking at images from the James Webb, Webb Telescope, yep, very which is for this. very cool. Uh, we'll be talking about some cringy fandoms and all that. And our opinions on them. Yeah. Some of uh, them less radical, some of us agreeing that maybe there should be a bottomless pit where you just <laughs> where you throw, you go. You, you throw certain <laughs> if fandoms. You, if you, you know? belong to this fandom, uh, death. Maybe the Soviets had it right yeah, when they had gulag. the worker camps. Maybe that's what they were, just full of a bunch of furries. But <laughs> I digress for now. And then after and that, we're going to talk about regional foods, yeah. James, which I'm pretty excited for. That would uh, be cool. And some fucking dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, so cool, about cool dinosaurs, dinosaurs, dangerous dinosaurs, all the dinosaurs. looking ones. And I'm sure Jurassic Park Obviously. will be brought up. Obviously. And we'll be talking about our favorite dinosaurs, too, yeah. probably. Yeah. And then for our last topic, which I thought you were like, we're going to be talking about our favorite topic, the uh, assassination of <laughs> Japanese Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abe. And then after simply just looking over a video of his death, we're also going to talk about this organization that he's a part of, which is this fringe far-right Japanese group, which actually has a large amount of sway over the government mm -hmm. and all the crazy shit they believe in. And so... We have a pretty lined up episode today, and I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah. You think you want to spin that wheel, James? Well, we're going to spin the wheel, and we're going to stay cautiously, cautiously optimistic. optimistic. Oh, wait. Before we spin the wheel, I remember something. We have officially, on this podcast, endorsed the Mets. Oh, uh, uh, yes. The, the New York Mets are doing good. Now, I don't actually care about baseball. I don't think <laughs> Baseball's fucking boring. It's so Sorry. boring. But the Mets are currently winning 6 nothing, and they they have a chance where they can maybe make the playoffs and go to the World okay. Series, which... If if that happens, I think James James and I have made a promise where we, we will, will watch, we will live stream every single playoff game, and yeah. we will be get, I will be uh, I think we'll both be getting very inebriated yeah. while these games are going on. So I'm very excited for whatever may come out of this. Yes. So let's go Mets. Let's go baby. Mets, baby. Let's go Mets. It's all baby. about the Mets, baby. If let's your girlfriend, go. if your girlfriend's like, what are we doing this night? She, 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 and she, there's she, a Mets playoff game. You're watching the Mets playoff game. You're watching the Mets playoff. She's gonna say, can we go out to dinner? You're gonna say, no, because we're watching MLB Mets playoffs, and we're she's gonna be like, we're getting a divorce, Mets. and you could say, well, we're not married. We're because not married. You're my girlfriend, and then you can kick her out of your house. You can kick her out of your house. Because if she's not a Mets fan, she's gotta go. She, yeah, she's not a real one. She's not so, a real homie. If if she's not liking uh, the mess. Bonus topic for tonight, a little prologue before we even spin the yeah, wheel. Yeah, okay. What is the most boring sport in your opinion? Because oh, my opinion's okay. baseball. Okay. <laughs> like, like in all honesty, I know we were just talking big shit on baseball. Like, yeah, but, yeah let's go Mets. No, it's but boring. But I think, I think it's baseball boring. is so boring. No, it's the fact that that was America's pastime for eight yeah, years I mean, says something I, about our country. I, it, it would make sense back whenever there was literally nothing else to yeah, do. Yeah, you could go read the New York Times about how the Japanese just bombed, like, Indonesia, or you could go watch a baseball game. And and you go watch a baseball game because, you know, you gotta stay optimistic. You gotta stay optimistic. Kind of like our show, you know. Cautiously optimistic. That is what you are watching. Exactly. You're watching. If you think about it, the MLB has always been consciously optimistic because the True. sport has not changed in a hundred years, and it really shows. <laughs> I would say. Oh, I think the most boring sport. Honestly, I'll, I'll make an argument. Um, 
I think golf is very Bro. fucking boring. The, the fact that we call golf a sport and CSGO not a sport is absolutely Would remarkable. Would y'all call jacking off a sport? Because <laughs> if you could sit back and label uh, fucking fishing, fishing as a sport. Dude, fucking chess playing, chess. poker. You know what? Poker's the game of luck. There's no There's skill just, involved. It's literally it's the the cards you've been dealt. We it's it, like dude. There's it's no just, skill. Like that's America's pastime. America's pastime. It doesn't actually matter if you're any good at it. You just gotta be lucky and hopefully you, know what? you end up white. If I was in a room of like golfers and people who play Dota two, both are toxic. Yeah. But I would rather watch a guy talk about Dota two. I'd rather least, watch a guy you know talk about League of Legends and yeah exactly. Oh my god, bullshit smite playing smite. I'd rather watch that shit than. It, Fucking golf. Oh God, no! You know what? I have a, I have a theory for how we can make golf more interesting. How we add chainsaws? We have, here's my thing. So it doesn't matter what score you get. All that matters is who's the first person yeah. to get the ball in the hole. And then what you do is you make it a race. So once you hit the ball, you fucking bolt. And you have a guy like a little mic piece, right? He's like, okay, the ball, the ball landed here. And then if someone's running after your ball, like throw it in the lake or whatever, you get a bat and just start trying to kick the shit out of this guy. And we just record it and. People still do like thinking of the golf clap. The announcers <laughs> still have the quiet voice, but while they're quietly talking about what's going on in the field, some guy is actively kicking the shit. Let me see if I got the golf announcer voice. Hello, everybody. As you can see, Tiger Woods has once again beaten the shit out of his wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening live on TV. It's happening live and oh, and the crowd's reacting. Open the clouds are clapping. Go, Tiger's wife! So Ooh, you're so strong. So uh, I think yeah. No. Did he beat his wife? Not <laughs> just no. making that shit up. I think up. you might be doing a slander. I think you might I be doing. I think I might be doing a slander. Uh, a, a little defamation. <laughs> a little defamation. A little defamation. Just, just a little. I don't think he actually did. No, his no. I think it's the opposite. I think when I his think wife found out that he cheated on her, she, oh, he she hit him with a golf club. Then she hit him with a nine iron or something, which is that. based. And I say. That's pro. We're pro women on this on this podcast in the sense of yeah, if your husband cheats, beat the shit out of him. I repeat, this is satire. Uh, do not use this audio recording to incriminate me. I am not being serious. But hey, hey, women, I'm being serious. But we're not. But, but we're, we're not. not. We're not being. Anyway, get the let's nine get iron. into the fucking. You know topic. your dumbass husband when he's cheating also has a nine iron. Let's get into the topic. So let me make sure y'all can hear it. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's be. Let's see what we're gonna get first. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going okay. right into it. We're going right into Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Much like me when I was 11 years old, I was obsessed with two things, Minecraft and dinosaurs. And where are we talking okay. about? Okay. Favorite dinosaur on the count of three. One, One two, two, three. Velociraptor. Marlon Brando. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> also, I think it's funny that I, you didn't acknowledge that. I no. said Marlon Brando. <laughs> I said uh, he is a dinosaur. He is a, he is a velociraptor. He, he is the literal fossil he's now because he's dead. I, actually, my favorite, though, is a Spinosaurus. Those yeah, little, their snouts are so big. They're just like mm, fish. Yum, Have yum, you yum. seen a Diplodocus? Those are my favorite. Oh, I want to see the Diplodocus. Yeah, show me the Diplodocus. Um, let me, let me not dildo. <laughs> the Didolopolis. Let know. me show you. Let me show you a picture of one of these guys. I feel like it's just gonna be like a. Okay. It's a sauropod, so oh, it's a long neck dinosaur. Yeah, those are the. Those are, but they have really stubby feet. Are those the first dinosaurs we see in Jurassic Park? Um, no. Those, what's the difference between this and a Stegosaurus? So between this and the Stegosaurus, quite a bit. No, isn't that? Do you I, see the Stegos? No, I thought it was like yeah. I thought it was like, I'm a Stegosaurus, and it's like the you know it's a long neck boy, right? Well, Stegosauruses have long necks. Okay. But have you seen a fucking? Do you know what a fucking Stegosaurus is? Uh, I'm gonna be flying. I've been flying on general ideas of what dinosaurs look like for about eight years now. Uh, let's see what a 
It's these guys. Okay, I was so wrong about what <laughs> I thought a stegosaurus was like the big ass long neck thing that like nah, in that's Jurassic a brachiosaurus, Park. Brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus. Okay. They're called sauropods. It's a group of them and you I know, specifically like the know. Diplodocus because they're they're a lot shorter. Their legs are a lot shorter. Yeah. So Okay, that may, I I did not understand how wrong I was. But you don't want to know what's my favorite dinosaurs? What? Megalodon. Ooh yeah. yeah. Megalodon, like I when I I would go to the beach as a kid and I would just look for like the giant megalodon teeth. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted because I wanted like have a necklace and it'd be Australian for like a couple days. But yeah. set up some pussy ass shark took. It's, it's literally like the, the size of my chest. I think I think it'd be very interesting. Yeah, let me move this so now we can lean back. Perfect. We just moved our table, making ourselves comfy because we got some lists for we you. Got- we, yeah, we got some articles we're looking at. You want to read this off, you think, James? Oh, read I can read off a couple. Yeah, I meant like this the title. You want to go for well, it? Okay. Uh, so we have two articles. The first one are weird dinosaurs. Yes, unusual, so bizarre. unusual, yeah. bizarre, and downright weird dinosaurs. So I think this was posted four years ago, so it might be outdated, but I think... We're ready to dive into this yeah, list. We're so first, ready to go into it. we're gonna have what's called a bro. We're gonna Suzosaurus. That's what I'm going with. Suzosaurus. Okay. Suzosaurus, and it it's a giant. It's a vulture, but if it couldn't it, fly, yeah. If a yeah. vulture, if a vulture had like the body of like a possum, yeah, and like it, it has. Holy the neck. shit! It's three meters tall, oh six God. meters long. They give you weighed around thirteen hundred kilograms. Furry body suggesting a distant ancestor of the giant ground sloth. What the fuck? That's the, it looks. It has like a turkey neck. Yeah, it's you see. Imagine like it's the sloth family reunion and this fucker shows up. Look, hey guys, hey guys. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a literal vulture. Oh, I'm God. a vulture capitalist. <laughs> oh, pig. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Laugh, please. Yeah. So that's a wacky guy. And then we have number we have two. The pigomastics. Peg. Oh shit. Peg. And then. Oh, it's an herbivore, but it was covered in quills. It's small too. It, it, it's sixty centimeters long. It's like if you got a porcupine and you also gave it like the head of a chicken. A, yeah, it's it's a, described as a cross between a parrot and a porcupine. Oh my god! It had a beak and teeth which sharpened themselves against each other. That's scary. What? That's scary. That's right? so. Cool. That's cool. That. I like it. Those things are herbivores. Yeah, I like its scientific name too. It's the Pegomastix africana. That yeah. that's just a cool. Sounds like a badass band to be fully mm-hmm. honest. And then the the, the Lin Henkis. Yeah, the Lin Henkis, which is freakishly short arms with tiny claws at the end of them, giving it no obvious defense option. Only known non-avian dinosaur with one finger. Oh my god, I didn't even know. It's like what? stubs. <laughs> it's like, why would why would it even have a finger? Why would it evolve a finger? What's it doing with one finger? <laughs> What's it doing with one of them? No, what, what, what like what imagine evolution? if. You, Imagine if you just had your middle finger. Like, what do you do with it? Like, can, can you grab cup? You can't grab cups. So like, you can't grab cup. Can, can, okay, so but you're using your thumb a little bit. I'm using my thumb. Yeah, like it, again, like how did it? If I had just like if I was doing it like this. Yeah, like can you imagine? Like, yeah, we're we're trying to do science. Science, science. experiment. I'm trying to live. No, it, like one. you would have to try. You'd literally have to try so damn hard. Again, that's I, wild. Sometimes I think Mother Nature like. Does something like does evolution right, and other times you're just like they just like, want to oh, see. Shit, she what wanted the to fuck? see what the fuck happens. Yeah. She's like, like okay, it, it could still use the iPhone, technically speaking. So, <laughs> so dinosaur iPhone, dinosaur I think, iPhones, confirmed. I think. Uh, oh my god, the Ipendrosaurus, I Ipen, Epidendrosaurus, Epidendrosaurus, Epidendrosaurus. Okay, a tiny twelve centimeter. Jesus. Flightless feathered dinosaur with elongated forearms, completely out of proportion with the rest of its body. The third finger is huge. 
Again, what's it with fucking? What is it again? Why? Why was possibly for probing for insects and inside food inside trees? Okay, at least that so makes that sense. That one has a purpose. Yeah, again, but like, what was it with Mother Nature? Where like the only solution to evolving for two hundred million years was I'm gonna give these fuckers fingers. It's yeah. Like, got 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 some phalanges for you guys. Dude, it's you like, got one. You get one. I don't know. You get, you one. get one phalange. You get one. You get a singular <laughs> phalange, and it's like. Okay, I guess maybe digging insects, but again, like, okay, this one at least makes sense, though, because... Yeah, but the one above it, the Linhan... I I refuse to believe that. I'm wrong. Can I Google how long that lived, like, that thing lived? It could... It has to... I mean... What's it called again? The... Excuse me. Sorry about that. You're officially excused. Linhanicus... Linhanicus. Okay, I'm finding it. Oh, oh, I totally spelled it wrong. No, I didn't. But, um... Okay, here it is. Here it is. I found it. It could be like a kiwi thing. Yeah, there's, 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 I'm just okay. I found something. So it, it lived for, damn bro. This thing was alive from eighty three million years ago to seventy. This fucker lived eleven million years. What? No. There's well, no have way. Seen, have you seen a kiwi? No. What? No. How long have kiwi lived? I don't know how long kiwis have been around for. But but have you seen those fucking birds? They don't have arms. Oh, the kiwi bird. Oh, I thought you were saying like the fruit. Oh no. <laughs> I no. was like, oh, I'm sure the fruits lived for a while. It, it can't doesn't do much. But oh my. So yeah, it look a at fruit. The, yeah. So like it has little little fingers. We're sorry. We're going back to the so in the Leon the Leon cuss or whatever the hell it's called. The Lin Henkis. This the piece Lin-Hen-Kiss. of shit is gonna outlive humanity. Not because it's smarter than us, just because it's so simple. It has one arm. Much like Family Guy, this, it, it's gonna be on forever. What the fuck? Long Isquama. Long Isquama. Okay. Had six to eight appendages fanned along the back, which are believed to have been primitive feathers, feathers. possibly precursor to modern birds. Oh. This, okay, to okay. give, a, like, a description of what these... What this dinosaur looks like. Well, pr- primitive feathers. It looks like a li- like a normal lizard, just like but a had a whole chameleon. bunch of hockey sticks. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. And these hockey sticks are like multicolored and are, are not small. These are like six these foot. Are like, like th- this is tall. How does this guy get around? Like this guy himself that, would hit the top of his garage if he yeah. had to walk into it. Like how, these things probably died quickly. I mean, Jesus, like. How do you get around? What are those? So what? What do they do though? Like, what do the primitive feathers I do? I don't know. Like, uh, we know what I feathers. I wonder if they do. can like sense the difference in the air temperatures Maybe. or wind or something. You know, like be that? cool. If those acted as like snorkels. So it's like <laughs> just a just a giant ass snorkel on your back. Giganotoraptor. Okay. At nearly five meters tall oh my and God. eight meters long, it was possibly the largest feathered dinosaur slash bird in history. And may have weighed up to 2,000 kilograms. Oh it had no teeth okay. and strange claws at the end of its wings. Yeah, let's not discriminate. Like, stra- strange is such a harsh... You no, know, I'm sure he's normal. I'm sure his claws are absolutely normal. Let's not, let's not bully a little dinosaur here. He's trying his best. Let's open up that picture. Let's yeah. get a closer look. He, he, uh, he looks basically... It's like an ostrich. If it was, like, a bit more, f- like, flat. Like, more vertical, less horizontal... And um, it had a big ass tail, like a just a big ass tail. I don't know, like it's crazy. Again, like these are we- yeah. I'm glad we started with weird because these are definitely more, a, very interesting to look at. Yes. And we're just trying to get back. Oh, yeah. Just click. No. Okay. 
Okay. Oh god. I messed up. Okay. 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 Buddy. Okay, buddy. Okay, 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 guy. Buddy. Yeah, okay, okay, guy. Okay, guy. Just maybe restart the. Okay, guy. Restart. 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 The okay, page. guy. All right. Yeah, we're we're doing great okay, things. Guy. Okay, guy. Okay, computers. Okay. Hold okay, on. guy. Okay, so I think we. Have, okay, oh, there guy, we, go, we there got there it. Go. We got it. We abandoned ship. Um, you want to go? Holy oh, shit. this thing's that's just a long neck. Had a neck nine to twelve meters, meters long. What's that? The feet? How, how many? Yeah. In freedom units. In freedom units. Yeah, I need to know freedom units. Meters to feet. Well, there we go. Meter is about I want to say three feet. Three feet. Yeah. Holy shit! So just say let's just say ten. Man, let's not even say twelve. Let's just say ten. Oh, sorry. Eleven. Thirty-six feet. Thirty-six feet. These things so are. You're talking like two semis. These things are nine to twelve meters long. How how'd the blood get to the top of their head? They had to have like had super huge hearts. That's like, can you imagine like, if, if you if you get out of bed like you you're fucking dying because the blood will not you will pass out because the red the, the they blood they stand up too fast. Yeah, like, man, can you Google that? Can we, I feel like I've heard that before. I feel like I'm not making that up. No, no, I mean for sure the blood would have to travel all the way up this thirty to thirty six feet. You're talking thirty two, to like, thirty two semis. Thirty to thirty nine foot long. Neck, neck that just to get to the brain the brain which is one of the but most if it has a huge heart it would be able to pump that so much faster exactly oh my god that's that's absolutely wild Ooh. oh that's a vampire dinosaur and that's called a a jolo pateris oh we never read the name of the last one. Oh yeah sorry it's the it's the the mammon chesaurus the, ma- the mammon Chisasaurus? Chis, sure. Yeah. Chiasaurus, yeah. whatever. It's just a big guy. Big neck guy. And then the next this one is, is the vampire dinosaur, which is a Jaholopatorus. Sure. Jaholopatorus. Yeah, sure. Close enough. And this is a, this is basically you know the monster like the like the pterodactyl monster from Scooby Doo Two. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like that, but in, in, it has like actually no, it's just that. I, it's I can't, just that. I can't even get over it. Yeah, it's just that. And then. That's just a chicken. That's not even a dinosaur. Yeah, that's just a... We'll, we'll skip that one. What the fuck? I read it as Shapiro first. <laughs> Sharaviptarix. The this... Shapiro dinosaur. That's its new name. Lizard-like lizard flying like... reptile that, that fed on insects. It grew wings on its hinge legs. Hi, hi, on its hinge legs. No, you're right. Yeah, you're rather right. than its arms and looks like an evolutionary mistake. How it, how it, walks, or... rem- how it walked remains a mystery. How did it fly? It just spread its legs like a fucking flying squirrel. But could it could it lift its body like could it like could it flap like? But my question is, how do no, they? No, it's a glider, obviously. How do they climb the tree? Uh, um, uh, uh next dinosaur. Yeah, next, <laughs> oh yes, dude, this guy. The helicopterian. Oh, this guy's a dweeb. This is a dweeb shark. Oh my the god. The helicopterian. Uh, it's dude. a shark-like fish. It, as it grew new teeth, they pushed the older teeth. Forward like from the snout, thing. thus it continually extended its jaw as, as it grew. And your jaw went out. Oh my god! Initially survived the Permian, Permian extinction, extinction event, event, which okay, we're now we're at extinction events. You know what? Little detour. So Little detour. Yeah, the, we'll look for this one. There it is. Okay, so that's not the meteorite. That's the worst extinction. Oh Jesus! This is the worst. Killing ninety ninety six percent of species. The cause is debated, but could have been a meteorite. This is the one. Volcanism. No, this... no, because that was sixty-five million years ago. Oh no, yeah. you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was the, the. Yeah. They don't, they don't say this what it is. thing killed ninety to ninety-six percent of species on Earth. The cause Holy is debated, but shit. it could have been a meteorite, volcanism, or methane release that led to rapid climate change. 
Okay, so it's fake liberal propaganda. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay uh, I, that's a Carno. Everyone knows those things. I've seen a Disney movie. Can I quickly describe how I thought that shark looked? Oh, yeah. So this guy goes into a comic book shop and is like, Hello. Hey, you guys need to really expand your hentai selection here. <laughs> hey, I have, a, I have a legitimate question. Can, can I talk to women in this store? It's like, sir, you can talk to women in any store. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, no, not legally. And then, <laughs> and then you're very. Ca- he looks like, yeah, like a, like a creepy ass like nerd. It's, it's weird. I don't discriminate this, against this sharks. This fish, this fish had a lisp. He did, and he definitely would just play endless amounts of fucking like, Elder Scrolls. More. <laughs> you guys wins. ever listen to Weather? <laughs> Buddy Holly's. It's it changed my life. Person, personal inspiration. All right, now we have the. Don't even. Yeah, skipping no, that no, one. Yeah, skipping no, that one. Yeah, no, I don't like that name. Um, oh, this is cool. An Amar, an Amargosaurus, an Amargosaurus. This is like a. This is a stegos. This is basically like a stegosaurus. Possessed a bizarre double row of parallel spines along its neck and back, taller than any, any other sauropod. Okay, so how would you describe this, James? Um, it looks like. Shit, how would I? Like a brontosaurus? Yeah, but instead of having but like, it, any but curve... But instead completely vertical, like completely horizontal. It has, like a little, it has like a little spine curve, but it's like on its neck. And it's like porcupine. Thing. Yeah, it has yeah. like porca- giant porcupine quills. Ooh, oh, oh pachycephalosaurus. Yeah, Everyone this, knows these are the guys with like, headbutt dudes. Yeah, they have a head bucket, basically. Ooh. What the fuck? Yeah, why don't we have a, a drawing in this one? Draco Rex? Extraordinarily, extraordinary. Oh my God! Read, read who named this? Hold on, before we even read, read how they name this. A Draco eggs Hogwartsa, dude. A Harry Potter nerd named this dinosaur. Dragon King of Hogwarts. Oh my God! Dragon King of Hogwarts, dude. When do we allow Harry Potter nerds to the name dinosaurs? Name our dinosaurs. No, what the fuck? this isn't. No, hold on. This is not real. Can this I is fact- not a real dinosaur. No, I'm I'm fact checking. There's bullshit. Draco Rex. This is their favorite character was Draco Malfoy. Oh my God. So, so their favorite character is Draco Malfoy. What the no, fuck? Well, what they- the fuck? Are are you a monster? <laughs> he- it's the Dragon King of Hogwarts. No, they're, they're, Draco was the bad guy, like, but he wasn't the likable bad guy. It wasn't like no, he, he was a little bitch who couldn't care kill Dumbledore. Yeah, so a, Snape had. He's to a do little it. bitch, and, and is this, he's dripless. I'm hold on. Lived. Yep, they lived in the oh, in the United States. Oh, wasn't even found in England, dude. Th- this person found a literal random fucking dinosaur and said it's close enough to Harry Potter, and people were like, no, no, no. what? Carnal has the head like a dragon. So dinosaurs do? are weird. It does. It looks like a dinosaur, but it look it looks like a dragon without wings. It, lo- it looks like one of those it demon looks like, things from Skyrim, like the like the skeleton dragons. Yeah, it, it looks like a like a dragon without wings. I, I, I don't like it. But now we're getting into the, the deadliest, cool, the deadliest dinosaurs, dinosaurs to ever. We're exist. talking deadly dinosaurs. We're talking Clint Eastwood. We're talking the ghost <laughs> of Marlon Brando. We're guys, we're talking Warren G. Harden's wife, right? She will fucking kill you. She's still out there. You know Jack the Ripper? It was her. All right. So number one. So I don't think this is in any specific order. No, I don't think so. I think yeah, just... they don't look like they're in any specific order. It looks like they're just some of the deadliest. Spinosaurus. Yes, number one. so hot. So There's your boy. Wrong. There's they're your boy. My boy. You're my boy. 1915. Yeah, they were discovered. So it's like World War One, and you're like, "Hey guys, stop the fighting! Stop the fighting for two we weeks!" We found something fucking crazy they're, over here. They're like, "Is it another biblical creature that was created six thousand years ago?" They're like, "Actually, it was created." Checks notes. 
Yeah, six six thousand years ago, which we already talked about the Spinosaurus at the beginning. Uh, I like the, the, the they gave you its mass six uh, sixty yeah. four hundred to seventy five hundred kg. It was four and a half four point three to seven meters. I don't know. I don't understand what that means. That's not in freedom units, so I'm very confused. Like twelve to twenty one feet, Jesus. anywhere in between there. That would be so fucking scary. Stegosaurus. I'm a stegosaurus. Stegosaurus, really one of the deadliest. Discovered in eighteen seventy seven. God damn. Uh huh. This so this lived for only five million years. Well, we say that like it's not. We've only been around for like two hundred thousand. Yeah. But we're we smart. Velociraptor. The Velociraptors were only around for yeah. four. Fuck, dude. Failed kings. Failed kings. What are dude, they doing? Fallen. Kings. Fallen kingdom. Short kings. Short kings. The Utah, Utah raptor. raptor. Oh god, actually, is it like a normal raptor, but it's like a Mormon? Well, a Utah raptor is actually closer to what the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park are based off. So of. are you telling me that Velociraptors in Jurassic Park should be preaching the word of justice? Well, Velociraptor in real life was only half to was only point five to two meters tall. Yeah, so, it was, tall. so it was anywhere from like something, like like a not, foot and a half yeah, to no. a foot and a half to fucking like three feet. Three feet tall. Yeah, so well, I think you're glossing over the fact that or, I've made two uh, Mormon six jokes. Six feet. Yeah. Now, now three Mormon jokes about the Utah Raptor. Dude, what the fuck? Oh, try to get that. Scroll down. Is it? Yeah, there we go. Okay, at least make one obligatory uh, Mormon joke. Yes, yes. Haha, Mormons. These dinosaurs probably had sex with many women. <laughs> many, many, <laughs> many dinosaur wives. Many dinosaur wives. Tell us a factoid. I like backpacks. Backpacks are nice. Thanks, Caleb. <laughs> And then, uh... That just looks like a T-Rex. I mean, I'm assuming we're going to see the usual suspects, yeah. There he is, T-Rex. Rex. And then, well, hold on, I want to look at... When were they just... 1905 by Henry Osborne. Wait, isn't that... Isn't that... Isn't that the Hot Goblin <laughs> Spider-Man? You know, I'm somewhat of a scientist, scientist myself. <laughs> the T-Rex has like a giant lab dude, coat. He was, he was some sort of a scientist. He was sort of a... Dude. Norman Osborn, Norman by Osborn. the way, was well, the name of... Oh, and Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn yeah, was his son. Henry Harry, that's basically the same name. Basically the same name. So Spider-Man T-Rex, I love it. And then we have the... The Majungasaurus. <laughs> I read it as Big Chunga for a second. Majungasaurus. This lived for four million years... Six to eight meters long. How would you just... It's like a T-Rex almost. Yeah, it's like but, a t- but it's got a weirder... It's got like a longer nose. Yeah, definitely a longer... Like a longer Longer, snout. slimmer yeah. nose. It's also bigger than a T-Rex. By a lot. Oh, is it really? T-Rexes average from 3.7 to 4.1. These guys started at six to eight. Damn, so they're automatically bigger. Yeah, Jesus. so they're okay. on average much bigger than a T-Rex. And then... Let's read a factoid about this. Yeah. One of the few, few known cannibals... With a unique skill different from other school different. Known as a bad lizard, the raptor would like to kill its prey by holding firmly in its teeth and biting to death. Its dental patterns were found on Majungasaurus bones, bones in Madagascar. What? Which is Wait, but this is Majungasaurus. Yeah, it is. So why is it saying. What? I think you're. I think you. Oh, I think they. I think they. Known uh, as the bad lizard. That's it's. That's what it's known as. Like the. Oh wait. Known as, no, it's it's down oh, there. What? This no, is it, a, I know, but it just seems weird. I think they messed up, biting into it. Oh wait, no, no, I get it now because they're cannibals. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
That makes sense. We're having semantic issues with yeah. the paleontologist. I was like, oh. And then we have the, oh, oh. the Mapusa source. Mapusa. Mapusa, which is a colorful, very artistic T-Rex because it has pretty colors. Um, they, they were even bigger, 10 to 13. Jesus, how, how big is 13 meters? Hold on. Holy shit. Hold on, hold on. I, I need to find this out. Well, meters 10 down. meters is almost a yard. So we're talking... Oh, shit, it's a... 40, 42 and a half feet. Oh, oh, my God. Hold on. What's that look like? I, I want to know 42 and a half feet. Let's see. I want, I want images, damn it. I want images of 42 and a half feet. It's okay. We found the Warner 20 IAA fiberglass okay. aerial box ladder. Oh, an Allosaurus. Those are considered very deadly. Yes, yes. Very scary, indeed. Gigantosaur. Giganotosaurus. Like 12 to, to 13. 13. These are big boys. Oh, can you even try to read that family name? Dude, like, they're just throwing the words family, in there. The Carchar Odontosauridae. <laughs> Bro, who, who gave paleontologists, like, the legal okay, right to name up, like, just create words? Really? You'd put an Ankylosaurus? I guess it's got the hammer tail. It does. Did we know it actually used that hammer tail for that? Yeah, it was a defensive mechanism. Why else would they have it? To so, chop down trees? So is it just to like, gather stone? Yeah. They're really great stone gatherers. It's Minecraft. And the game Ark it's survival of all. You see, it's, it, these existed in Ark and Minecraft. Those were the two things they, they existed for. Well, also, was it bone? Like, was its little tail thing, like, just solid yeah. bone that you could... Jesus. Like, it, it's like, imagine you give, like, a little bone to the edge of you that you can just hit against things like it's Sorry, nothing. I wanted to look at the mass of a Giganotosaurus real quick. Big boy. 4,200 to fourteen. Thousand kilograms. So big boy, right? That's a big fat boy. Oh, yes, very large, very beautiful. Sorrow. Sorrow. Fagnat. Sorrow. Faganax. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. They, it, it's. It's. You know, it feels like we're saying a bad word, but that's, <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. It's. Unless I don't know how, yeah. That, P H A G A N A X. Yeah, the Zoro. Faganax. Yeah, Faganax, yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, poor, Faganax, poor, something like that. Poor choice of words. Why? Now, either we, that or we just can't read, but poor there choice he of words. He's oh. on the deadliest dinosaur. There it is, list. the Diplo. The Diplo dot. The Diplo hey, how's it going? I feel like Diplo's like the guy who's this like. This is the, called the Lord of Lizard Eaters. Jesus was the Christ. largest Jurassic theropod and the largest terrestrial carnivore, carnivore. species of all time. They found him. With a proximate size of 12 to 13, 13 meters. meters. Yep. So same size on average bigger than the Giganotosaurus. Jesus. Then like the larger one too. Yeah. Okay. 45,000 kilograms. Oh my god, dude. So this thing weighs a Titanic, basically. They were, this was discovered in 1995. This the, is a recent discovery. This was a Bill Clinton discovery. He did yeah. this. And then, all right, my fellow Americans. My fellow Americans. Hold on, can you go up to the dinosaur if that's okay? My fellow Americans, Americans. we found the cool new dinosaur. I'm not even gonna try to say the name because I, I will. Because I will get canceled. I will get canceled. Let's just say it's big. Let's just say it's big. Let's just, you know how the Washington Monument, how it's big and represents George Washington's penis. <laughs> We're gonna have the Clinton Monument, which will represent my sex life. My sex life, otherwise known as. My penis <laughs> and America's uh, like, uh, yeah, that's that's the, he's the kid. Like that's my kid. That's my president. Can we go back to the Bill Clinton years, please? Said no one. 
this is you know what this is this is a dinosaur that's they named him Diplo because he's like a little klutz right and what what, what happens is they he make just falls over yeah. on top of other dinosaurs they, they make they're gonna make like Jurassic Park kids you know like Looney Tunes babies but no, like no, but they're gonna make no, Jurassic no, Park no, babies no. and it's gonna be like set like the petting zoo in the Jurassic no, World bro. and this guy's gonna be like guys watch out Diplo's coming Diplo comes he's like hey guys. Mm-hmm. Falls over. Hey guys, you guys, you guys want to visit my my dinosaur Reddit page? They're like, yeah, sure, sure, sure thing, bud. And the T Rex is voiced by Kevin Hart. So, because of because of course it is. Why, dude? That that motherfucker's in everything now. Yeah, yeah. He pops up in places you don't expect him to. No, like fucking we love like Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal is the same way because you're sitting there just chilling, and then then general general insurance comes in. We're like icy hot, and he's like. Like when I play basketball, I need to use icy hot. Icy hot. I, I was in the movie Steel, and when I after the movie, I, and I, I was kept, in the movie Steel. I had to be. I had to rub icy hot on me, and you're like, he. I had to rub him. Oh my! Remember Shaq icy Fu? Hot. Remember Shaq Dude, Fu? I played Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu was oh such my, a good game. Was it actually good? I actually loved Shaq Fu. It was a side scroller beat 'em up. When are we gonna get another? I played the remake. I played the remake that came out on the Switch. I need, you know. Wait. Oh, let's talk about this dinosaur real quick. Oh, the Trudon. These like, are little guys. You know what this looks like? Kind of like up front. He looks like... Who's the bad guy from Monsters, Inc.? He looks like Randall. Yeah, Randall from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> he does. Hey, guys. Then Steve Buscemi. He's I'm, played by Steve Buscemi. He is. Oh, my God. What's up, fellow kids? Fellow... My, my fellow dinosaurs? This is so cute. Oh, my God. We finally found Steve Buscemi's a dinosaur. Yeah. It says this... 1.3 meter tall and 40 kilogram tiny dinosaur had a brain had the brain to body rate weight ratio due to its lack of brawn. Huh. Signs of folding in Tradun's brain making the most neurologically advanced specimen with efficient. Brain Holy function. shit! It wow, was okay. a, it was super smart. It was super smart. Oh, they're nocturnal. Yeah, this is inter- This is very interesting. It, they were nocturnal creatures. Man, this is like a, this is a little small boy. He's so curious. He's just like so smart and so curious. I he, love him. He's small boy. He's small, smart boy. He's like cat, but lizard, but he lizard is cat. lizard cat. And then oh, oh there's Karna. <laughs> Damn, this guy Damn, looks like a superhero. Bro. What? Oh, dude, this guy goes the Tarbosaurus. Dude, he's goes, got like. Okay. You know what I thought about the Virgin T Rex, the Chad Tarbosaurus, the biggest fucking chin. You know this guy. You know my first. The Crimson Chin. Wait, you want to know what my first thought though when I saw this guy was what? This guy goes to the Olive Garden, sees the endless breadsticks, is like <laughs> yum yum. <laughs> Sir, endless, no, we have so many we, endless breadsticks. Bet. Bet. I, I will take all the breadsticks, sir. Dude, that's a lot of bread. All of the breadsticks, please. At the Dinosaur Olive Garden, where he works his dinosaur hospital job. <laughs> I'm telling you, Jurassic Park babies, we're going Jurassic to make it happen. Park babies. I want that has to be the fucking title. Jurassic Park, Park babies. babies. That's the tagline, bro. Warner Bros. We have the greatest idea for you. They're like, okay. what is it? We're like, you know how like Netflix will fund literally anything. They're like, yeah. I'm like, we have a great show. <laughs> Jurassic I, Park babies. <laughs> it's gonna blow your. Jeff Goldblum is there. He's just I there. I think we're. Good covering dinosaurs. I think, though. yeah, I think, no, I think we can move on to the next topic. We're spinning that wheel. Spinning the wheel. Spinning oh, the wheel. where will she stop? Bum, 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 where bum. will she stop? James the James Webb. Webb Telescope. So, just our other pictures. Yeah, so what we're going to be looking at is I don't know if you heard about this, but the James Webb Telescope is basically like 
the, the Giga Chad Hubble telescope. <laughs> yeah. Where the Virgin Hubble the, versus the, the Chad James, James Webb. Webb. So basically, this the, we've been like trying to like make this for twenty years. We finally fucking did it after like corporations tried to privatize the fuck out of it. So thank you, corporate America, for fucking constant setbacks. You piece of shit. But they finally made it. It looks beautiful. It has like these hexagon gold plated things on it. And what it can do is it can see basically way out in the space. We're talking. It's like it's like imagine taking like a 4K excellent portrait mode photo, portrait mode photo, like of like a galaxy. Oh shit! Yeah, oh yeah, and cool. they have a couple. Yeah, exactly. So the this is a Carina Nebula. So Nebula. This is just basically stars constantly being formed. So this is sexy space zone. Sexy space zone. All this gas is making a bunch of fucking uh, stars, and you see like all those stars you see in there are baby stars. That is so beautiful. You know Jurassic too, Park babies, universe babies, universal Galac- babies, galaxy babies. It's time. Galaxy babies, and you're telling me there ain't life there. That there's so oh, many. Oh, dude, can you can you imagine life there? Can you imagine like you go into the night sky and all you see is like this constant, constant space, like this, like, this like space dust that's all just around stars. you. Is just like and it makes like this mountainous. It looks like freaking. Like you know, misty mountains yes. and a valley. Oh my god! And the fact but that made we're, entirely the fact that we're out so, of stars. The fact that we're so far away. Yeah, that we will never, how, ever. How, if how do we, we see this? It's, it's crazy. So, it's so wild if how we, we make telescopes took, that If amazing. we took a trip from the moment we were born, yes, to the moment the longest human has ever lived, we would not get anywhere near this. No, you're you're still. Two billion light years out. Yeah, you're still like the, a human lifetime is nothing to space, and that's what I think is so cool about that's it. Is like insane. Two billion years, the universe is like, like their early twenties. Yeah. Like the universe is getting there, and he's still a young boy. How fucking big he is! And now what we're looking at is this you have four galaxies on top of each other. Stefan's quintet. Yes, quintet. I think is it. I think so. It might quintet, be five galaxies. Five. I'm counting one. Uh, one, two. One, two, three. Four. Four, four five. five. I know, five right there. Five. I five, see it right yeah. there in the middle. And so it's like you have like these fucking giant, super massive like black holes at the center of these different galaxies, which are super bright because of all the stars that are close to them. And that's what people – like those big lights in the center of galaxies are just so many fucking stars. Mm-hmm. They're so bright you can't even see through it because of how bright it is. Yeah. And you have four of these bad boys all collapsing in on, like, on themselves basically. I mean it's crazy to think how far away our own sun is from yeah. us. And if you took a trip from the day you were born to the day you, the longest person has ever lived, we might not even get to no. the sun. No, and, and you know what's so crazy about, like, just, like, when you I look mean, at these galaxies? To Mar- I mean, you have to take into consideration the first person we send, send on a manned mo- mission to Pluto yeah. is going to have to be on that ship for years. Oh, well, yeah, unless, decades. So, unless we somehow invent, like, travel technology, which is faster yeah but, but i mean i don't think we're anywhere near like having fucking I know. instruments which can just go in and out of orbit like spacex's been trying the government's been trying but it's still in its infancy yeah. but like i what's so you know what's so cool to me about like i guess astrophysics is like einstein's idea of like the universe is a blanket and if you put heavy stuff on the blanket it's gonna sink and yeah. the fact that that goes on for not just like little like like little like balls or like controllers you put on the blanket but in this case it's entire galaxies which are being swayed by gravitational yeah. forces, like gravitational tide, like it's an ocean, and I, it's just that blows my mind. I just my mind is blown. Have become much. And then we have Southern Ring Nebula. Oh, this is so fucking oh, cool. Oh, that's so. So cool. that's our that old looks photo. Like an egg. Yeah. So what what that is, James? Is I read about this. You have a star in the center 
which is basically surrounded by this little bean thing that you can see through. And around it is like this cocoon of all these different like chemicals, right? And all these chemicals are is that star in the middle, James, is dying. And as it's dying, it's like secreting chemicals and all these what? different, yeah. So all of that around it is like it's dead carcass of chemicals, which is going to form new stars. So it's recycling itself, basically. It's like, all right, I'm going to fucking die, but I'm going to form some fucking babies, dude. And he starts hitting the dab, hits the woe, and has kids, and then hits a fat rip from his space vape. <laughs> and so it, my analogies are un, unimpeachable. Universe babies. And so universe babies, I'm telling you. Universe babies. But I think it's so cool because that's the old photo we had, like like 2000s, right? And then look at this, like how. That's so different. And you, you know what that is? That's another star orbiting this star. So oh my God. this star is just picking up the, like the chemicals, and then next yeah, we have like om nom nom, give nom, me nom, the nom. chemicals. This guy will be played by Steve Buscemi in Universe Babies. In Universe. Babies. Oh, this is cool. So what the James Webb? Do you know that it, if it can do this, James? Did you know about this? No. So what the James Webb Telescope can scan the atmospheres of exoplanets. So what happens is as an exoplanet passes like you know over its star, like which we see it from that, the we we'll see like there will be some light reflected from this little dark orb. And what we've been able to do is we have a telescope so powerful, it can see the like chemicals in the atmosphere, which has like a slight light reflection. And we can see that. So what we're going to be able to do with the James Webb Telescope as we oh advance, we'll be able to see if a... We'll be able to see if some of these planets that are Earth-like yes. are actually habitable. Yes, because what we can do is we can see the composition of our atmosphere with oxygen mm -hmm. and everything else. If they have a very similar composition in a habitable zone of a star, it's like, okay, it looks like a duck. It's quacking like a duck. It might be a fucking alien duck. And so th that's sort of thing. It's like if they have a similar thing like us, we're like, oh shit. I mean, life we, could exist. Right? I mean, if it's been a lo around long and, enough. Yeah, and we, we can't guarantee, but then what you do at those places, that's where you shine a fucking radio beam to. Yeah. That's where you try, like, you send a message to because, oh my God. Oh my God. What if we, what if we come across life? Alien the, life. Like, what if we come across alien life in the next decade? Can you imagine? Oh, can you, but can you imagine? What if we how, actually discover alien life in our lifetime? Well, can you imagine? Imagine like what we would do if they're maybe like, not intelligible. I mean, even if it's just a radio a, signal that we don't understand, or it doesn't even have to be that. It doesn't have to be intellectual life. If we find a fucking bean sprout, oh, you're talking on another. Planet, oh yeah, if we find bacteria. If we find another, if we find multi-celled organisms, that's when people are gonna. That's when people are gonna say, "Oh shit!" Oh yeah, this is real. And but I wonder if this is happening there. Oh yeah. What about the place over there yeah, exactly. that's well, six times as old as our planet? And here's, here's why I think there might be life on, like, on uh, Europa or, like, Titan and all these different moons of Jupiter and Saturn is because look at the kind of life that exists at the very, very bottom of the ocean. Have you, have you seen those, uh, whatever the fucking water bears are? Yeah. The things that are virtually indestructible and can survive in Extre the vacuum of space? Extremophiles. That's yeah. what they're called. And it's because, like, life is foreign at the very bottom of the ocean where the only thing they can munch off of are random chemicals that that come from the earth from like yeah. the core and life learned to eat that shit <laughs> it's like i don't need sunlight biatch i need yeah. chemicals the Give fact that life nom nom. Nom, nom nom i've been sucking on the earth's taint since no. i oh been... jesus christ <laughs> it's like yum yum yum, yum, yum. give voice. me the garbage give me the gar i'm the garbage goobler give me your chemicals earth but like What's so cool about this is, okay, if life is so desperate to live in those kinds of environments, if it's so desperate to survive... Why would it not develop on places that have yeah. 
exactly what they need right. on Europa. And I, I was talking to an astrophysicist at my college, my and this astrophysicist well, was mean, like, I... "Life's gonna, basically you could say going to be like a bean, like a little like bacteria thing." And I said, "Well, humans don't want that. We want cool shit. Yeah, we want an alien space squid with three eyes, and it, yeah. and it, we want it to make it go I mean, like whoa, 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 when whoa, people whoa, whoa. people aren't. It's not going to actually hit people until there's something we can bring back. Oh yeah, well, well we know? shouldn't bring it back. Well, no, I know, but yeah. if we could, that's if we could. that's what I mean. They want to they want a four K photo of something cool. They want they want it they want it to be like they want it to just be." They want to have something that they can acknowledge as alive. Yes. If you we see a single-celled organism, most people are going to be like, oh, what's the matter with that? You know, they could still be billions and billions of years away from yes. multicellular life. But if we find a fucking plant... Oh, yeah? If we find a plant... Oh, like an like an underwater plant? Or like that? Yeah. A, if we find an insect... Yeah, like on the planets that have and terrestrial insects. Yeah. I think well, people what, what, people are gonna start to pick up like oh shit. Yeah, well, what the theory is with Jupiter and Saturn's moons is that it's all seas, seas of like there's an under under like ground water thing in Europa mm-hmm. that the cores heated up the ice enough to like maybe make like a subterrestrial water area, and then on Saturn's moon, uh, uh, Titan, it's seas of methane. And see, we're carbon-based life forms. Yeah. But the theory is, well, you have these extremophiles, which have learned to live off all these different chemicals. Mm-hmm. Maybe life could form in a kind of environment where methane is the main thing instead of carbon. Now, water would be different to them. They'd be so they yeah. would be so biologically different from normal life. But our theory is maybe it could exist. I mean, we've had billions and billions and billions of years to evolve so into a carbon-based life form. Yeah. And maybe it's not entirely crazy to think that there could be the other, other form. Yeah, exactly. And, and it maybe might just be we something. Just... And it might be something that's so biologically different from us, we yeah. can't even fathom. No, we can't how even different how, it how is, they work, how and, they would work, how they would look. And I think what's so interesting is maybe you know carbon was basically like we had like the bang energy of evolutionary development. Yeah. Maybe other universe, like other like not universes, other like moons and planets have like they they just have like a seven up. Yeah. Like they don't have an energy drink. They just have a soda. Mm-hmm. And terrible analogy, but basically what I'm saying is maybe carbon was like we were just lucky to we get carbon, got, which we allowed us to develop to, yeah. a, a, at a quicker pace. And maybe methane life forms take billions of more before yeah. they have, like you said, multi-cell, which would be, fuck, an entirely different cell and how it functions, yeah. which would be fucking amazing, I think. I think that would be so cool. I Dude, think space is so fucking cool. It would be insane. We still have one more picture, too. We have smacks. Oh. Which is every single thing, every single piece of light you see here is a galaxy. Everything. Yeah. This is, and this is HD. Do you see how, like, advanced this photo is and how cool mm-hmm. it is? Like, just just imagine, if you will, every single one of these stars is basically like an Andromeda galaxy. Or these galaxies, right? This is basically one, you're seeing one trillion stars in each, like, dot. And how many fucking stars there are. In, and the, we found out that the average star is like five planets already in it. So you're looking at potentially sextillions worths of just planets. Imagine being an alien species. Oh yeah. That's so or be if humans get here, mm-hmm. if humans survive this long enough to get it to be able to look at this map of stars on your computer, go boop, click on one of them, zoom in. Yes. Boop, click on one of them, zoom like in. Like it's Google Earth, and but boop, <laughs> click on one of them, zoom in and you will find a specific spot on a specific planet and you just go. Just teleport. Oh my god, dude, that'd be so fucking cool. Oh, maybe oh. not teleport, but hop in a 
uh, faster than light traveling. Yeah. And well, that's the bitch of it all. That like we what we discovered is even if you go light speed, it, it would still take years. Yeah, it would, it would still take. You wouldn't get there in a human life. Yeah. No, because like, the, like the the for example, like the Andromeda galaxy is like a couple light years away. Mm-hmm. So you're talking at that speed, you're still gonna have to. Yeah. Fucking take four years. Get your bachelor's degree while you're going but to the like, Andromeda Galaxy. You know how there's Mach 5 and stuff, which yeah. is multiple times the speed of sound? Yes. What if we get to... What, what's going to happen when we get to the point where we have vehicles that travel, like, I don't know, lock, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And instead of it being Mach speed, it's light they're speed. light speed. Yeah. They're so many times well, faster than the speed that, of light. They've said that you won't be able to break the speed of light, but the thing is... You don't have to. It's like Star Trek where you just pick up the space around you yeah. and you move yourself to a different part of space. You can go faster than light there, which blows my mind. But Yeah. I mean, whenever they find the technology, shit. I mean, can, can you... I, you know, I just want to... I think, I think I by th- our lifetimes, you can have like a Jupiter base, like a Jupiter floating and by like, the, scientific and by the, station. Yeah, by the end of our lifetime, I could see us having like full-blown space station on the moon too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. Can you imagine? And just the like, moon just beca- it becomes a slingshot point. If our know? if James Z is able to die having defeated climate change and having put like scientists like orbiting around Jupiter, and we can die at like the age of ninety eight, knowing that humanity is going to the stars, we did it. We're the greatest generation. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, you guys won World War Two. We won. <laughs> Guess what? We, we we beat fascism. We beat fascism, climate change, and now we are literally expanding into the cosmos, space colonialism, baby. We unite under one thing. We're going to oppress anyone that's different from Earth. Because <laughs> you know we're going to do that. You know we're not going to be fucking peaceful we're hippies. We're going to be We are not going to be or peaceful. Xenophobes, I mean. I think for, for Warhammer 40k got it right. We are going to be space fucking empire for like the first 10 million years because we're humans, goddammit. You know how many different civilizations have to deal with like fascism? Which we're going to talk about later in Japan. Like, <laughs> just like, we, we, let's be honest. We would see a galaxy and be like, that's so pretty. Let's conquer it. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're like, sir, what about life? We're like, oh, oh sorry. They're like, it's they're against, just cows. It's against intergalactic law. We're like, oh, yeah, let the space you in and <laughs> enforce it. And what then are they going to do? We're going to do space Iraq war, but it's all of Earth. <laughs> like, it's Futurama got it right, in which. <laughs> Futurama gonna write, which we all unite under America, where we do space rocks like every twenty space years. Rock. Space Af- no. we pull out of space Afghanistan, and instead of pulling out of Saigon, you're pulling out of like fucking like Alderaan. You're fucking like space Sir, Vietnam. Space Vietnam did not go well. Space, we lo- what are you kidding? We won space, space Vietnam. Vietnam. Uh, I think uh, I think we enjoy talking about that. You want to spin the wheel? You think? I, I'm okay too. Okay, before we do that, can I pull up an update for how our favorite how well, team, the Mets, are doing? The Mets are doing. Yes, let's get a let's get a oh word from our uh, our sponsor, our the team, new, the Mets. So oh, fuck it against the Cubs, eight to zero against the Cubs, who are gone. You know, the Cubs have gone back. They've resorted back to their sucky ass. The Cubs self. were like, yes, we won the we won the, the, world, we won series. the world series we after it. electrical light was invented. This. Yes, we are now done. Yes. We are. We will never be good. Now we have to wait until a commercial space travel so, is invented. Two more innings, <laughs> unless the Cubs can score like. Eight runs in a single inning. Well, before the Cubs won the ne- the the World Series, uh, so this last time they won the World Series, because it's only the second time they've won, I believe. the the dis The difference between that time and the time uh, they won last yeah. was a shorter gap 
was a, I mean, was a bigger gap than the distance from the first time they won to Abraham Lincoln's assassination. Oh, you're kind of right, yeah. So they were close. Their first so like, series was closer to Lincoln it was than it was winning Lincoln. in 2016. That's yes. been wild. Lincoln's like, Lincoln's four like, scores in seven years ago. The Cubs are, they got it, baby. Let's go Cubs. Let's go Cubs. And the country's just like, no, let's he go Cubs. Let's go. I mean, Abraham Lincoln was from Illinois. Land of Lincoln. Land of Lincoln. But the Mets are doing good. The Mets are doing good. Meaning the podcast is doing good. Which means we can all die happy. Oh, no, no, it's no. It's about to get it's controversial. It's controversial. <laughs> all right. Are you gonna can- I'm about to get canceled. So, all right, Twitter, do your worst. Do We're talking about worst. fandoms and my unbiased opinion Up of them. yours, woke moralists. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, see who cancels who. who. God, Jordan B. Peterson, what a fucking clown. I don't have sex with girls. <laughs> I have sex with boys. <laughs> yummy, yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. I love Jordan Peterson memes. He, he's like a, he's like a he's 90s like a villain. He's like a walking meme. He's oh, like a, dude, he's like a real-life Dr. Evil. Yeah, he, I was going to say he's like a Power Rangers villain. Like, <laughs> haha, Power Rangers. We'll see who cancels who on Twitter. <laughs> and then, as a kid, you're like, Man, I hope you're like, the, yes, I, yes, I yes, hope yes, the Green yes. Power Ranger God, picks that I, guy's I, ass. I wish the Pink Ranger would peg me. <laughs> oh God, uh, but like, you, though. oh, it's just, oh, it's so funny. I love it. Also, I'm being fully honest. What did we even get on the wheel? <laughs> We got fandoms. Oh, we got fandoms. <laughs> we got so enamored by... We got sidetracked. We got so sidetracked. Instantly. <laughs> I'm telling you, we went from getting canceled to, like, being Abraham Lincoln or something. No. But, okay. um, oh, Jordan Peterson, that's yeah, Jordan it. Okay, yeah. So, okay, Jordan anyway, Pe- anyway. Oh, uh, no, that's a good way to start. The Jordan Peterson fandom. There's a fandom yeah, for Jordan that, that's Peterson? that's how he got popular, because he... You, you know how he got popular in the first place? Oh. He was in Canada, and Canada passed a law saying, hey, don't discriminate against trans people uh-huh. and they can have their own restrooms and stuff uh-huh. like that and Jordan Peterson's like this law is literally gonna give trans people the right to kill heterosexual people <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? And, and then like his university in Canada is like Jesus mm, Christ Jesus Christ oh my god yeah, he's got a point they found out he was an American Canadian you see uh, sometimes all the crazy right wingers in Canada are actually Americans American. yeah and so he, he he got really popular with being anti-trans and then he just started saying like oh women there's like a marketplace for there's a marketplace for relationships and that the reason all like the soy boy men all these incels don't get women is because like hot men are evolutionary hot god damn it he he uses like monkey he says inequality has to exist because lobsters have hierarchies and fight each other well, we're not fucking lobsters. No, also we've developed like clearly. We are changing the climate. We're well past the nature just impacting us constantly. We fucking control nature in some aspects now. Like, yeah. and so again, this this fandom's just lame because it's a bunch of incels, and you know how great they are to talk to. Everyone loves talking mm-hmm. to fucking incels, and. Jordan Peterson just—he's like yum yum. Give me, oh, give I me, give girls, me your views. I wish girls liked me. Women, I'm a oh. nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, it's like, shut the fuck up. And Jordan Peterson's fan base, they're getting better because Jordan Peterson got mad about a, a plus-size model. And, and everyone's like, whoa, trans rights? Fuck those. Yeah. But fat people, well, you can't make fun yeah, of us. Yeah, Jordan Peterson's like, not attractive. And all of his fans... She wasn't fat, though. Yeah, she, she, was, she, she was pretty. She and was the fact pretty. that right-wingers was... were getting mad about that shows that, one, they're bored little freaks who need to get a life. And also, what the, the, you're just looking to be mad at something. Dude, you just want to be mad about something. It's the fucking swimsuit 
model. Yeah. Like it's Sports Illustrated swimsuit magazine. It's, not and it's like Sports Illustrated straight up porno. Yeah, no, and, and the problem is not too like Sports Illustrated nineteen nineties porno. I know we've had skinny like Sports Illustrated models for like one hundred and twenty years. We we could have one, just one, where it's like a plus size model who wasn't even that. No, it, it's she unhealthy. wasn't huge. No, like she she. I thought she was very attractive. I thought she was attractive. Yeah, and the fact like, that right-wingers were mad is so is ridiculous. Again, what, this is a fandom that just wants to bitch. This is a fandom that... They want to hate people. Yeah, they're worse they than any other fandom people. because it's the real world. It's not like Rick and Morty. It's not like fucking furries. This is real life. This yeah. is their, their real-life politics is being impacted by a Canadian psychologist who doesn't understand dick about anything. <laughs> you, know, you know what he thinks about women in the workplace? He thinks the only reason women put on makeup is to like attract a male. Like like colorful feathers on a bird, that's the only reason. And women are like, no, it also makes us feel good about ourselves, and we have a right to do that without being over sexualized about it. Yeah. And he says, no, no, no. I understand. And you're like, I understand. You have the right to disagree, but you are wrong. But can you imagine like you go to a workplace and you Sorry. see a female? Like, you have the right to disagree, but I must warn you, you are wrong. <laughs> that's how he talks. I respect difference differences of opinion. He, However, I will like kill you if you disagree with me. And it's just, I just expect them to be like, huh. Like fucking the bad guy from Samurai Jack. Yes, yes so stereotypical. Yeah, villain. Yeah. Like, but I like her. Like, why? Because I am evil. I like your Dr. Evil impression, though. It's like, we're going to kill trans people for true freedom Canada. And they're like, Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil, no. Please, no. Honestly, like, Dr. Evil, if they make a new movie today, like a new Austin Powers movie, Let's be honest, Dr. Evil's gonna be like, I support trans rights. I want to kill all humans, <laughs> trans or normal. And then, like, he's gonna get canceled on Twitter. And then, like, they're like, what do you mean by normal, Dr. Evil? And then it's like, his plan's like, be like no, no, no. We're no. going to destroy Twitter so I can get, it looks at camera, uncanceled. And that, that's gonna be the plot. Elon Musk. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. He's gonna be a side character. He's gonna get trashed. Dude, Elon oh Musk God. pulled out of his deal with Twitter. Oh, it was so He pulled funny. out of his Twitter thing. The doctor was gonna be like, oh, I'll buy Twitter. Dude. It's like, sir, you can't buy Twitter. Elon Musk is like, oh, really? Let's see Elon try. He looks I at love, the camera. I love some of these people. Some of these, okay. Completely sidetrack us. Yes. I'm going to put a pin in though in Austin Powers, Austin okay. Powers 4, but keep going. But, so, speaking of fandoms, I guess, political fandoms, Ben Shapiro. Yes. Oh, yes, dude. Okay. So, we'll talk about more, like, pop culture fandoms. I have some words to say yes. about Homestuck fans. We definitely have some we'll words get to there. say. We'll get there. But, anyway, what I was trying to say is the Ben Shapiro fandom. So... People follow these people like Jordan Peterson, yes. Ben Shapiro, who have these news companies like the Daily Wire that Ben Shapiro works for slash owns. I don't know what his position is in it. Yeah. I do not care. Well, he founded Daily Wire. He founded the Daily he Wire? He founded the Daily Wire, okay, which that's is a cons- basically a conservative publication which yeah. gives horrible takes on No, And the everything. thing is, is instead of it reporting – Ben Shapiro is like, I own a – I run a radio, uh, you know, conservative a publication, new, a publication company. Yes, and and I have my own show with this publication company where I talk about the most pressing matters in America, <laughs> and so instead of talking about in, fucking like in abortion laws or economic inequality or climate change or anything and like how that. to and how to do it, he 
reacts to stupid shit. Like like a gay girl on Twitter being like, I'm happy to be gay. He's one like, second. oh yeah? Let me just look up one of his one of his latest episodes. Yeah, let's, let's get some contemporary Ben Shapiro takes in the year 2022. Okay, I want to make a bet. 20 bucks, there Here is a go. racism. Here we go. This is season five. I was just... Oh, fuck. Oh, God. This is... But... Shapiro reacts to Depp's lawyer strategy. Oh my god. Who okay, cares? this is just this one just came out the other day. Alright. Oh my god. Oh Greta Thunberg, dude, why yeah. are you making fun of a, a like an eighteen year old climate activist? Like are you freak? Like this is a like like a barely adult woman and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna tell this person to kill themselves. But instead of instead of reporting about important stuff, you know, whatever. Yeah. He reported about the Elon Musk Twitter situation. Oh my god. Let me guess. He's pro-Elon? I haven't watched it. I'm not uh, giving him my time. No, he just... He, again, and this fandom... I'm sure, though. But this fandom just, I'm like... I'm sure he's anything that's anti-Twitter. And the reason that this fandom's so bad is because they're little authoritarian... Like, goblins. Yeah, they're little authoritarian religious goblins, and... I mean... Uh, no, there's we're not even gonna say they're. They don't. No, necessarily, they, they are religious because they yeah, talk about Judeo. So I'm saying this I is mean, like Christian nationalism. But okay, yeah, this I is, get that's that. what I'm saying. This but is like the mm. thing is with Ben Shapiro, he's Jewish. Yeah, so well, you can I have guess. you can have like again, like you can have Jewish nationalism in the sense yeah. of like being connected to white white saying, religious it's not identity specifically in America. Christianity. In yeah, this no, case. it's Judeo-Christian values, yes. speaking. But it's heavily dominated by Christian values and beliefs. And then there's Ben Shapiro, which is an anomaly. But yeah, he's like he's like. An Israeli religious conservative in like some of his viewpoints. Yeah, I mean, you see his writings on Muslim people. Again, and I just don't know how you support an individual who says that like entire regions of the world are just covered in filth. Yeah. Like the way that he treats Palestine or Syria, like like these people don't deserve to live, which he wrote about. He wrote about that essentially saying no one in the Middle East deserves to live because they're all terrorists. Well, <laughs> no, no, that's literally what he said. Like he he literally said like a culture that in which there's either. They're either terrorists or the people who accept terrorism or oh. don't disagree with it. So it's like we're all – they're all supportive of it. Like, yeah, everyone in Germany yeah, was a Nazi between yeah. the years well, of this and this. Exactly. Like when you went – basically what happened was once we invented Iraq, he got hella racist. Mm -hmm. And America was okay with it because it was people in the Middle East. Yeah. And so that's why we – today, like who give – like tell me, how many politicians actually give a shit about Yemen and like the humanitarian crisis? They're like they don't care. And yeah. then, like, I, I, we need to care about Ukrainians, but you, many people have been suffering from that for even in worse scenarios. Like, 90% of the country is going hungry. Mm -hmm. That's been going on for two years, and no one's talking about it. Because, yeah. again, like, we have, again, how we treat people. And I think, again, tying this back to fandoms is it's a fandom which tells, like, basically, Ben Shapiro tells his fans to treat some people differently from humans. Yeah. And that's fucked. And again, that's what makes these, like, the two worst fandoms to start off with, I think, is because. They challenge humanity in yeah. the real world. It's not like, guys, I don't – Steven Universe, I don't think – it's like, okay, yeah, nerd world. This is real world politics. Yeah. This impacts people's lives. And so I think in conclusion, uh, fuck Ben Shapiro. <laughs> and Jordan B. Peterson. And Jordan B. Peterson. But, James, I know you were talking about more, I guess, like – Pop sub, culture. Yeah, su so like subculture. what you were saying, uh, great segue from uh, subhumans. Homestuck fans. <laughs> <laughs> These people are below humans. <laughs> we will beat them with sticks and throw rocks at them. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> so tell me because I don't know much about the shame. So, elaborate. 
Homestuck was a webcomic. I never personally read it, but I knew some people who were really into it in is middle this, school. Is this what, like, a 13-year-old, like, imagines is edgy? Yes. Okay. They're like, this is what I like. These are the characters I like. So pretty much what I've gotten is trolls? the great people are trolls. Trolls, okay. Yes. And everybody else is a troll. Everybody, troll. Everybody's troll a people. troll. Okay. I actually haven't seen any characters that aren't trolls. But they all so, look like, oh my but god. But it takes place on Earth. Dude, you know? these people vote so and hard super, for Clinton. They're these super people. edgy. Oh, you notice something else? Astrology signs oh on god. the bottom. Oh my god. Yeah, we're getting into a shitty situation here quick. But pretty much. This impacted so many people. Yes. Because I remember this. I remember, you remember this, this now. School. You remember yeah, this I now. Yeah, I do. And I remember. I was. I, I mean, I was the kid who had a simple life. I would just play Arkham Oranges in Minecraft for 12 hours a day. I would not exercise. I would only eat and do that and that was my life that was my middle school career or my experience i never had a fandom yeah and then i saw this all the time i'm like why what is that why I'm do like, people like that why it was like they're wearing black jeans with a black t-shirt with a black hat with black socks i'm like why, why are there so many like dark clothing and then yeah. I, that's where i figured that's i think this is pre-goth right it's just like pre-goth clothing would you say like, it's kind of it's no i'm saying like this is like a person's a person's transition yeah like, like you start with this and then, like, you go to, like, These Bojack, people are demons. You go to Bojack Horseman, and yeah. then you go to full-on Nihilist. You full-on, yeah. dude, life has no purpose, so I'm going to wear a black jacket. <laughs> and then, yeah. Oh, shit, no, please don't kill me. Please, please, don't, please don't kill me. And so, like, again, like, I, and I know we're going off on little tangents here, but I, I'm not against, like, this fandom. I just... No. No, like people, I, people have the full right to have their lives impacted by this. I'm just saying how I felt in middle school. I'm like, oh, what yeah. the fuck happened? The thing I do have a problem with is the culture they not the problem i have is with these people's culture no uh the problem i have with this is that these people have a really bad reputation when it comes to comic cons or anime conventions online, and stuff like, like that. online activity and stuff fandom like that. conventions yes. when people come in and they cosplay and shit oh okay okay because the the all the the trolls they're gray so oh, you people this, put they, on the body and they paint, color their skin, and they color their, they put on body paint. So the black the, face, they do gray face. Well, I mean, it's not. It, it, yeah, I know it's the, not the, offensive the, to I, anyone. I know it's not offensive because no one's but, gray, unless like you know you count like drow elves and yeah. Skyrim. But like, oh shit, that's racist against dark elves. elves again. But like, no one should try to like change the pigmentation of the. No, I mean it's a b body paint for cosplay, whatever. Well, no, for, uh, but if you're the like like is, you said, if you're bathing yourselves in chemicals, yes, that, there's I, a story. I'm not. A I'm story. not against body paint. I'm against there's a story. I'm against body paint. horror. Yeah, watch out for. Her. Yeah, no, she's good. Okay, I just sorry. Cat has joined the podcast. I but I just can't imagine like someone like if you paint your skin, you know, like blue or stuff, that's fine for like a costume and shit. But if you're bathing in like chemicals and like you said alcohol, yeah, this person stuff that burns off your skin, a tub that had like. 70% alcohol and fucking you said dye like sharp, mar sharpie yeah, mark sharpie dye. dye and so you, you I just sharpie uh, fluid yeah exactly and so like again that's when a fandom becomes toxic because you're literally harming yourself yeah like you can be into it without that's again fandoms become toxic when they start harming the real world yes so that's I think that when should they be become... when they become too real oh, okay that looks they do, that's like a D&D &D thing actually. Yeah. that's like a I play D&D &D. be scared I mean, I mean, I'm glad some people have gotten very creative with it or very artsy yeah. with it, which is it's like, oh, manga, hunga, lungas. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> giant horns, but like, 
Yeah, yeah, I guess, again, like, I'm not against the idea that people are creative with all these fun characters. Because that, that's, just, that's yeah, cool. That's cool. It's cool to see a community come together around something they like. Just don't want to impact but the real world. But don't ruin it for other people. Yeah, exactly. The thing was is that those anime conventions, they would cause damage. They would be loud and obnoxious yes. because they're... Obstructive. Young, inexperienced people yes. act who refuse to ask for help and guidance. Yes. And just, it, I feel like... A good transition and a good segue is into like Rick and Morty. Yeah, and Rick and Morty is like the adult version of the Homestuck it, fan. Exactly. Base. It's like, again, like, you can like Rick and Morty a lot. Some people don't like it, some people do, but. I personally love it. Yeah, it's a good show. I enjoy it. I watch the new seasons. However. Am I part of the fandom? No. No. Because I don't go to like a McDonald's and act like a moron about yeah, fucking like Szechuan sauce. sauce. Like, that guys, shit was funny. Politicians though. were scared. Like, Politicians have written books that they were scared of what was happening when they would go to a McDonald's or a Starbucks, and someone would say, "I'm Pickle Rick," and would start committing like like battery, like assault and battery against people. It would vandalize. Like it's like, what are these people becoming? I'm why, Pickle Rick. This is why boomers think like we're all Antifa because two years ago when we didn't get Szechuan sauce, we threatened to destroy the country's economy. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you were like Gen Z was like we suffered from a I recession. Want my Szechuan sauce. Give me my, my Szechuan, Szechuan sauce, like, or I will cause an economic collapse. We're like guys, listen. We know a pandemic's coming in two years, so we're <laughs> trying to get straight vibes before we get two years knocked off our lives. <laughs> I mean, so like again, the fandom was so fucking cringe, and also again, they always would get kind of racist because the, a lot of those like hardcore Rick and Morty fans were also people who were in Gamergate, which we previously oy, talked about. Oy. Yeah, they made connections to that. So like people have a like like a picture of Rick but like Rick if he was a right wing Republican Dude. and you're like, what? <laughs> he's, he's not, you know, what? Oh god. But anyway, I think well, there's some more fandoms. I think there's a, yeah, there's another one that you wanted to mention. Furries, furries is that which, even a fandom? I would yeah, I think it is a fandom. I don't even know what that. That's like a it's like a it's like a larger thing because yeah. furries are not like anything. They're let not me, based off of anything. Let me find out what it is actually. It's like a larger thing. It's like a community. Yeah, it's fa- literally it's a fandom. Oh, Furry okay. fandom. So it's it's just a, it's a it's a big it's a it's a subculture, but it's a rather large subculture. So I, de- I definitely think it's different from like, it's not culture, but it's a it's a rather large subculture which has probably impacted tens of thousands yeah. of people. And again, I'm not against it if you do it like if you're safely, out in pu- if you yeah if you do, do it safely and if you're in people. public with like a tail, I don't care. But like if you're in public on like a leash and oh, making wait. and licking from a dog bowl, like again, like there's a normal there. Like I don't like to use the word normal, but be be normal. Like, understand that you acting like a cat or a dog in a Starbucks is not exactly what people who are stressed about the economy want to see right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I'm, I'm stressed out about the fucking stock market. Yeah. The house market is shit. Yeah, like, there's so many trade delays. Like, and there's a fucking girl wearing a collar yes. in the middle of a Wendy's. She's barking at me. She's I don't know what to do. barking at like, me. Can you imagine, what like, the fuck you're, do I you're, do you're that? You're a barista at, like, a, a Manhattan Starbucks, and you've been trying to unionize, and... Starbucks is actively trying to kill you because you're trying to unionize, and then you're like, "It's okay, we're almost unionized." And then some cat girl walks in, who's like, "I'm a cat, meow. This is my dog boyfriend." And, and bork, and, bork, bork, bork. And then you're like, "We're like, we'll take two matches." You're like, "Please leave, please okay. don't, 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 don't ask for free water. And then pour it in that little pop up bowl you brought." And they're like, "We won't. We swear." And then you give them the water, and they do it Dude, every, every time. time. <laughs> And you have to do it because they're customers, or the customer's always right, god damn it. But, oh my god, I just, it, again, it's like, again, it's more like once it impacts your real life. 
Like, if you're wearing a tail, that's fine. If you're in the sanctity of your own home with friends and you're doing it, fine. But if you're like, I'm a baby, I'm baby puppy, I need to be fed, and you're like in the middle of a fucking Applebee's, like, can you imagine? Can you not getting invited over to a friend's house? No, I. I, It's your first time being friends with college dorm, and they're like, "Hey, we're inviting you over to our friends. There's gonna be some uh, up our group here. We think we'd like you to become part of it, whatever." And you're like, oh, shit, that's cool. And you walk into that house, and they're all dressed up as different animals in these large mascot suits. Oh, my God. Having a dry, humping orgy. Orgy. And they're like, oh hi, welcome to the party. I don't, I don't know Just what I would do. Just hop on in. I don't know what I would do. Bit. I don't know what I would do. I would be scared. <laughs> I would... I would shit my pants. I, I would if it's, cry. If it's that or doing Vietnam too. Would you? Would you? Would, if it's if our generation's choices. Would you rather that or Vietnam too? Would you rather? Would you rather walk into a dry humping mascot orgy a or go to Vietnam no, a second time? time? You have to see like the fall of Saigon, you know, again. But this time, okay. Uh, oh, and that's like that's a little fun set. The like. Uh, tangent we can go on. Imagine like Vietnam, like the 60s, but today. So it's like you have troops in Vietnam, like, yo, guys, we, we just that. lost Saigon. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. And they're like on their fucking frat boy camps. They're like, oh, oh my dude. god. And fucking Dual Lipa would be like, guys, if you hate the Vietnam War and American imperialism, play Levitating Real Loud on your Spotify account. And everyone's like, if you want to run with me in the end of the galaxy, like, they're like, Literally, yeah. everybody in the world would be like, oh, yeah, dude, What's look, up, we're dude? out here. We're in the bunkers looking. Oh, we're my about God. To go to we're in Vietnam. Vietnam. Dude, my friend, Char- oh, can, I tell, can I tell the people what happened? My friend Charlie fell into a, a, a pit of shit and spikes that the Viet Cong put there. <laughs> He's dead. He's also, dead, I want to dude. shout out my Patreon account. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Hey, girls, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like fucking, like... Fuck boys in Vietnam on TikTok, and you're like, huh? This is, it's like that's weird. It's like, hey, honey, come look at this. We can watch men actively commit war crimes. I saved that video as a behind the, the scenes. scenes. Perfect. We took an actual. video. We took behind the scenes. So of whenever us on we, TikTok so whenever Vietnam. we, whenever we get our, uh, our uh, movie documentary, yeah, movie documentary <laughs> made about us. It all started in a small apartment in Missouri. Yo, dude. It was a night. They were talking about going to Vietnam on the TikTok and Jurassic Park babies. Okay, we're going to take a quick break real quick. Okay. Anyway, we're back. We're back. And what we mentioned, apart from everything we just talked about with fandoms, is I'm part of a fandom myself, Jams. It's called the Austin Poor, or the Austin Powers 4 fandom. I think it's a movie that, will it be funny? No. Kind of, maybe a little bit. If they go meta and are cool... But if it's like this new show I just watched on Netflix, the Pentantiverse or the whatever, the Batathathon, have you seen it? Like the Secret no. Society, Secret Society, basically with Mike Myers, where he plays every other character, oh. like in Austin Powers, and it's not funny. It's just really not that good. And so, what I'm what I'm curious about is if they make Austin Powers four, are they gonna go the route of meta, like Doctor Evil being like, I will not get canceled by. The woke PC mob, and he's like, and then like, fucking like, like his son Scotty's like, I don't know, a middle-aged like Trumper or something like that. It's like, yo, dad, maga maga, like, <laughs> QAnon, QAnon, but you know what happened to the election? It's like, it, like yeah. that would be Have so you funny. Created your Truth Social account. That would be, I'm telling you, in an awesome powers is like, trains like another spy, and we can find like I don't know a, a young sarcastic kid, like I don't know who could play a young Austin Powers. 
Tom Holland. Tom I just Holland. and he uses the British accent too. He doesn't even have to fucking act like an American. He can be British, goddammit. He can love the Queen. All right, and then I, I I would watch it immediately. Yeah. I would cry, James. That's my fandom. I'm gonna be annoying about this. I'm gonna walk in the McDonald's and start saying instead of where's my Sedgemont's awesome. Where's my Austin Powers for? Austin Powers for Return of the Spy. Uh, Return of the Jed Spy. Come on, give it to me, and then. For Halloween, I'll dress as Dr. Evil. Be like, you'll never stop me, Jordan B. Peterson. Like, I've assembled the most evil men in the entire world. Jordan B. Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, and my personal favorite, the CEO of Starbucks. And, and then... <laughs> the CEO of ExxonMobil. I've gotten rid of number two. Now it's number Musk. Come in, Elon. And then Elon Musk comes in, and he does it. He does it, and then he thinks like he's being cool, and we... The movie just trolls the fuck, and it's like, I was gonna drive here in my Tesla, but it would have exploded. And then everyone starts laughing. Elon, I don't know, they start kicking the shit out of Elon. <laughs> Telling you, and Mike Myers, if you're somehow listening, please hit me up. I will write this. I will be a head writer for this movie. Please. You can take out Austin. And now we're gonna spin the wheel and see what we get. Oh, yes, another topic. The wheel. She pick our fate. Once again. Once again. Ukraine. Ukraine. Flag Ukraine. Support people Ukraine. Shinzo Abe. Oh shoot! The You're gonna have to carry this one. You're gonna. Well, no, you're mine. gonna lead the discussion yeah. on this one. Well, what's interesting is yeah. So pull that up. I, I say just pull up the video of him actually being assassinated. So <laughs> if you don't know, we're gonna watch a man die. Shinzo Abe. I'll pull up. What, you. Is, is the, it on YouTube? Yeah, it should be. Is the ex prime minister? Okay, there. No, you yeah. just search. Okay, so Shinzo Abe, I'm searching his name right now, and it's, I'm actually not, I did not click, there we go. So, let me make sure I get it right, Shinzo Abe, here we go. And so, Shinzo Abe was the former Prime Minister of Japan, who I believe a week ago, was assassinated in Japan, where they have very strong gun laws, and people are saying, well, that shows that they don't work. It's like, no, because they have, like, six, and we have, like, 40,000. Mm -hmm. And this is a very heavily populated country. This guy made a homemade gun, like like a bottle shotgun from, like, Fallout 4. Like, he oh, made that. Shit. And you see it go off. It's like it's like a powdered weapon. Like, let's see if they actually show it. Okay. Now, I would not recommend watching the video, because it does show... I mean, there's not it's not that gory, but it does show a man being shot and so here we'll point out the video right now shocking scene in western japan former japanese prime minister shinzo abe was assassinated you see him lying there after an overnight shooting leaders say he was giving a campaign speech for a parliamentary election when it happened the 67 year old was japan's longest serving leader before stepping down back in 2020 Police arrested the suspected gunman right there on the spot. You see him taking him down. No motive yet. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken calls it a very, very sad moment. Well, that was very informative, but that didn't actually give us the video that I was requesting. But uh, essentially, as they said, he was assassinated. He is, I mean, he's hes dead now. I mean, he, he's literally dead. He died, I mean, the night of. And so I guess that would be a good one there, The Guardian. What's so interesting about this is... Obviously, no one deserves to be assassinated. And so his death is tragic, the fact that we lost a human life. But when you look at his his ideology, he's part of the James, what's called the Liberal Democratic Party in Japan. 
I believe I'm not quite sure. That and I, I'm just saying like general information. And uh, oh, okay. yeah, I thought that was a question. No, sorry, that was during just general information. And so he is a he's a right winger. He's very anti-immigrant. He's part of the Liberal Democratic Party, and they're right wing. They're they're Japanese nationalist, and he's actually part of this organization. I think it's Nippon Kaki. I, I don't. I'm probably not pronouncing it right, but I can spell it. And um, there are a far right Japanese group which essentially wants to erase any kind of war crimes that they did during World War II. So in Japanese history books, they've changed it so that they no longer talk about comfort women or the Neijing massacre or anything like that. So basically, all war crimes that were committed by the Japan like by the Japanese army have been erased. Mm-hmm. And now they're, they basically they made an apology to all the women who were sold into sex slavery in Korea and Japan. They apologized in the 90s, and now basically they've retracted that apology. So this is a, a very crazy organization which yeah. oversaw the creation of anime, but also <laughs> deep suspicion and fear of Korean people. And so it's... Um, the Japanese are surprisingly racist. Yeah, they're very racist. Like, not all of them, obviously, but like yeah. this organization but itself... But like the government... Yeah, many people the, in government. Of the large yes. companies in Japan are surprisingly yeah, they're, they're, racist. They're very anti-immigrant. And it's just kind of wild that, like, they look – like, this party – like, the far right in Japan want to deport Koreans. And you have to wonder that, – that's such a radical proposition. Like, can you imagine – like, well, we have politicians here saying let's deport all Mexicans yeah, or deport like anyone that's different or anyone that's not white. Such a large portion of your population yeah, just – Exactly. And like, in Japan, it's just it, – that's like – that's a normal position to take that, like, no, we don't want immigrants. And this, oh this, shit! I didn't even think of that. And this takes it to a new extreme with this organ, this far right organization that um, Abe was a part of, because they also here's listen the thing that they want to restore the monarchy, like the strength of the monarchy. They want to basically rewrite the entire constitution that was written when they were under U.S. occupation, so that you can suspend like individual freedoms, preserve public order like law and order. They want to basically say no, we want a neo-imperialist agenda, where maybe we weren't wrong to invade Korea. To stop China, maybe we weren't wrong to do all these different things because China now is this major power that we have to keep in check, and it's kind of like this kind of fringe nationalism which has a large effect, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of terrifying because, I mean, it's what could happen if they actually try to they want to rebuild their military yeah. and do all these different things. You know, if they're aggressive enough, will they attack China? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a situation where what happens if Taiwan get into a war with Beijing? We obviously are going to come to the support of Taiwan. Yeah. Or Korea, but what happens if China tries to start a war with us? You know that that'd be that's what I'm I'm just ner- nervous I guess about escalation. Yeah. And how nationalism is you know prone to doing that, but yeah. I think I don't know. Do you have any opinions you think on like just how this nationalism looks? You think uh, it is definitely scary. Yeah. Um. It's definitely scary, but it's crazy to see, like, like what we were talking about with specifically the deporting of Korean people. Yeah. Uh, the similarities to some of our own Republican leaders yeah. in our country. It's just, it's kind of alarming because it's yeah. like, oh shit. What's well, kind of how we act against the Japanese in our own country? Yeah. Well, we essentially said, no, if you live in Kansas, you're going to be sent to the West Coast and kept yeah. in these camps. And how many of those like lives were uprooted? Of just you know, how many lives are just completely like uprooted? And I think that's why I think all nationalism, like all nationalisms, are kind of intimidating because they're based off this fierce idea that like your country's correct, mm-hmm. your country's patriotism is the only kind of patriotism, and if by that same logic, you'll kill people, 
you'll throw people in the camps, you'll invade, you'll create it's ideas. dangerous. Exactly, like Putin wants to invade Ukraine partially because of this nationalistic vision of Russia. He's like an irredentalist. He's like, we lost territory, and we're going to take it back, even though he never had it in the first place because he's filled his head with bullshit nationalism. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you look at, you know, obviously Shinzo Abe dying is a terrible thing. Obviously we condemn strongly any form of assassination, any form of yeah. violence against political figures. But what we need to recognize is that the ideologies that he is pressing have also caused violence against people. And to act as if he was a completely peaceful person who had no blood in his hands is not true. Mm-hmm. Given the fact that he was actively trying to say, no, let's forget about comfort women. Yeah. We're going to erase our atrocities during World War II. And, like, is it great that he, under his administration, like, some people were pulled from poverty and that some women were given greater rights? Obviously it is. But that doesn't mean you can just ignore all the terrible things he's done just because, oh, he was a politician, you had the respect. I was like, no. Yeah. Even though he's dead, don't make fun of his death. I'd say poke and critique his legacy and what he did in politics. So, Yeah. Good responsible takes. Hold on. I'll give a hot take now. My name's Bill Clinton. <laughs> My wife is a lizard reptilian monster. She's also a robot. She's like General Grievous. She will be running again for president. And if you guys don't pick her and you pick Biden over her... I will kill you. I will kill you. I'll come to your fucking house and kill you. you. But anyway, but, a very responsible take, I yeah. would say, so, for the most part. Yeah. And it's important to remember, um, life is short, and if you're going to get assassinated by a random gun made out of a Sprite bottle in you know, Japan, be careful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me pull this up. So, James, we're going to be going over regional foods. So I found... Is this going to be an eat or yeet situation? Yeah, this is basically going to be a either, you know, are we going to eat this or are, would we just say, no, this is fucking disgusting. So we're going to go to media and see pictures. Cause we pictures. also have crescent rolls to go with this. Exactly. Eating nice croissants, drinking nice cold tea. Here we are. Two blokes. With a microphone. Recording. Recording shit. So this is Scrapple, which is a mid-Atlantic diet, like a mid-Atlantic region food, usually associated with Pennsylvania Dutch cuisine. It's a loaf made from pork scraps combined with cornmeal, wheat flour, and spices, typically pan-fried before serving. And look at this. It looks like pork flavored meatloaf. Yeah, it, it basically it's like a, it's like a piece it's of bread. Pork meatloaf. It was a, it's like a piece of bread if it was a meat. It's it's yeah. It's meatloaf. And what's but weird pork. though is they put it next to maple syrup, so this must be like something that you. Eat. Oh, it could be like breakfast sausage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a breakfast sausage, but if it was a I would giant eat. ass loaf, I would eat. Yeah, I would. That that that's a definitely out of one from ten. That's definitely a I would eat kind of moment. That was a, I would I think I would very much enjoy that. This is called the atomic cake from the south side of Chicago. Okay. Look at this. What the fuck is that? They apparently it's a cake where so imagine like a piece of cake like it's like vanilla on the outside like the white frosting but it has like four different layers. It has like I mean that looks like what that that's like sponge. So you have sponge cake on top of carrot cake on top of a fruit cake on top of a chocolate cake and in between each layers is like white frosting and sugar. That and is, oh my god! And then we have this. Would kill someone. We have this other one, which is frosting with pecans and whipped cream and cherry, with a fruit layer, a pancake layer, 
a red velvet layer, and a carrot cake layer. Like, one slice of this will give you diabetes. It will actively try to start a civil war inside your stomach. But, oh my god, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. I, I really want the south side of the Chicago cake. Oh, here it is. They actually, they have a specific thing in Chicago. Apparently, it's there are different variations, but here's the original, the OG, if you will. It's a layer of banana cake topped with banana filling with Bavarian cream custard and fresh sliced bananas. Then you add a layer of yellow cake topped with a strawberry filling with fresh sliced strawberries and glaze and strawberry cream. You then put a layer of chocolate cake with fudge on the top. You ice it up more times than not whipped within uh, then with whipped cream. But some people like buttercream. Th- that's like seven layers of amazingness. That is just that's like, if the if the Bears ever make it to the Super Bowl, that's what you eat while watching them at the Super Bowl. Yeah. You cry tears of joy. Oh, here we have, we have the, the Sailor Sandwich in Richmond, Virginia, hot pastrami, grilled knockwurst, melted Swiss, and hot mustard on rye bread. Oh, that's an eat. That oh, looks, that's an eat. Dude, that looks so fucking good. Holy shit. Yeah, that just looks like bacon. What's knockwurst? Like, look, probably like, like a bratwurst. Yeah, like a bratwurst. So yeah. I, I would assume a sausage. Okay. Yeah. But then all melted Swiss, hot mustard on rye bread. The rye bread and the mustard really. Yeah. That's a good comp- that, that flavor combination. That that would be good. That's like a good dinner. Like having that. Oh my god, that'd be so. Oh, here we have a. It's called a a Dutch crunch, a variation of du- Dutch tiger bread or tiger brood, found in the San Francisco Bay Area. A rice flour-based paste is added to the raw loaves before baking, resulting in a crispy texture. Huh. It looks like continents in an ocean, mm-hmm. but the ocean is bread. <laughs> J- just bread, yeah. Just it's like a it's like a it's like a bread, but the bread actively cracks, leaving over a like a bunch of different canyons of just plain white bread. Ooh, that looks good on the sandwich. That does look really good on like, a sandwich. Like a like on a crusty top. I'd say this this is definitely an eat. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be so bad. Here's where we get to a bad food. Mixed spaghetti from McDonald's made with dale. What dale? Where, where is this? There's no way this is real. Where, where is this? Where's the mixed spaghetti? They don't tell you. Look at that. <laughs> that is. It's, that looks like the crabby, the cursed crabby. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, uh, they have, like, they try to poison the. They have the mixed spaghetti, but here's the thing. They have, like, the ads. Make it look super fucking delicious. And then you look at, like, one in real life, and it's, like, wet. Gray. It looks like you're eating fucking, like, squid noodles, like, tentacles. It's not very appetizing. But here's something to make it feel better. Colorado-style pizza, or Colorado Mountain Pie. These pizzas can weigh up to five pounds and are often sold by the pound. The crust is sweetened with honey and may be dipped in honey as a dessert. A speciality of... Bojo's in Idaho Springs, Colorado. Look at this. What? That's that's an eat. Look, look that at is that. An eat. Look oh, at that. The, the the actual like oh, small portionable. Yes. Oh my god! It's like One. they have a tower of it, and like they show you how thick these pizzas are, and it's like layers of meat and cheese. Oh, that's that's fabulous. That's that's an eat. Then we have fried brain sandwich. What the fuck? What is it? There's no way it's actual brain. This is like big brain. This is in Evansville, Indiana. What? I know a guy who lives there. One second. <laughs> you gonna? Are you? Do you actually know a guy? Named yeah. In Evansville, Indiana. Yep. Who? You know, like someone from college. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. 
What is this thing called? It's called the fried brain sandwich. The uh, Chicago Tribune wrote an article about this. This is why we're having we're gonna have breaking news here for you folks. We're at, we're talking to a source located in Evansville, Indiana. Well, hopefully, hopefully to see what he says, but. To tell us what exactly is in the fried brain sandwich. And if they're actually eating brains, whose brain? What's brain? What are they eating, James? These questions will be answered and more when we get back to you. <laughs> I said, <laughs> please tell me something about a regional food, quote-unquote, fried brain sandwich. Let's see, what he's, let's see if he responds, but we'll go down a little bit while we're waiting for that. If you want, James... Yeah. This is called Turkey Dressing Sandwich in Dubuque, Iowa. I'm close to this in college. Okay. Turkey stuffing and gravy on a bun. I mean, what's not to like about that? That looks really damn good. I would do that for Thanksgiving any day. Runza in Nebraska. Uh, It looks like kind of like a spinoff of a... Like an In-N-Out? Oh, Subway. No, Subway. Subway. It's like a sandwich in which they carve it out on the inside for you, and you can fill it with meat and onions. Oh, you get curly fries and a drink. Oh, that looks good. Homemade Nebraska Fresh. So, you see a Runza, that's good. I think also our source has just told us something. Uh, James, do you want to... He says it's great. What? He says it's delicious. It's a. It, it just tastes like meat. What? What is it? What is the brain? Is it real brain? Did you ask him if it's real brain? Yeah, well, it would be like cow brain or something, but still. Oh, I don't know how I would feel if I had to eat a, like a cow like brain fried, sandwich. Like fried pig brain. I think that's a no for me, dog. I don't know if I want to eat a brain, to be fully honest. Like, that's how I know I'm not a zombie. He's, he doesn't know what animal, but yes, okay. it is actually brains. Okay, so we're going to transition from eating actual brains from animals in Indiana to... I think, James, you saw this, right? The Runza sandwich? Uh, yes, I did. So basically Subway, but if their sandwiches were hella meatier, and also they gave me fries. The New Haven-style pizza. Oh, baby. They Ooh, t- crispy, thin crust. Yeah, crispy, thin. So, like, they, they make it very, very crispy, like, crunchy to it, and they cover it and layer it with um, pepperoni and cheese. Damn, I'm making myself hungry. I don't know I don't know about you, but we might have to go to this New Haven-style pizza place in Connecticut. Then we have, oh, hot dog sauce in West Virginia. Similar to chili, but thinner, sweeter, and without beans. Huh. So it's like it's like meat with different things, I guess, within it, but apparently it's quite good. We have these what are called tachos, tater tots prepared in the style of nachos. Oh, James is uh, signaling to me that you've the done... The place I used to work made those. So this is what they look like, apparently. Uh, yeah. They're from the Pacific Northwest. So if you live out in Seattle or Portland, and these are good. They have those in my uh, yeah. aunt's bar. Yeah. James has an aunt in uh, Seattle who is now sponsoring the show. I'm joking. <laughs> joking. But, uh, but she apparently makes these things called tachos, which I don't know if they look good. Tater tots? Or at least used to. So it's like tater tot nachos. Yeah. It's just like your normal supreme nacho, but instead of being tater tot, instead of being chips, just, it's tater, tater tots. tots, and you eat it with a fork. I don't know if that'd be good to me. I mean, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like it a taco salad, but with a wall with a uh, salad shell made out of potato. Oh wow, that's really fucking good. But you know what's also really good apparently in southern Idaho? Hmm. Uh, finger steaks, 
Deep fried strips of steak, generally served with french fries and Texas toast. Look at this. So steak that is fried. Essentially fried steak on a bun. Oh shit. With fries. Like a basket of fries. So it's like a like a beef fritter. Yeah. But with like steak. Mm, that Damn, actually does sound like a catfish fritter, yeah. but instead of catfish, it's beef. Kind of catfish, it's steak. It's really good. Oh Ohio Valley style pizza. How many different styles of fucking Oh not no. Not enough. This does That's abysmal. It's like they don't cook it. It's like it's like square pizza. Yeah, it's like square they pizza. They put the cheese on top of the cooked pizza. But yeah. well, no, they're, I don't, don't even think they the cook cheese. the pizza. No, I don't think they cook the pizza. It's it looks dry. It looks like they get dry crust, take up a square of it, smother it with like cold. Uh, they're the type pizza of kids sauce. that didn't microwave their pizza lunchables. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. This is the uh, and they put cold mushrooms on it too. No. This this is. I think this might be an abomination. This is one yeah. more reason why we need to abolish the state of Ohio and replace it with greater Indiana, greater Illinois, and greater West Virginia and Kentucky. Okay, so my uh, my co-podcaster here has just warned me, uh, 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 brought to my attention, this is breaking news, we have a wing stop nearby. <laughs> and um, us talking about all these different types of food have definitely made us hungry so this was probably the worst thing to do late at night when you're starving you're a starving marvin but uh we're gonna move on to this different sauce um did you want to look at this sorry about that we had some brief technical difficulties but i was saying look at this it's called an alabama white sauce it's a distinctive mayonnaise based barbecue sauce that's like a chunkier sauce that goes on wings yeah so it looks pretty good and then i think for the last meal what i'm very excited for is let me find a real good one i think we need to look at Oh, I like this. The name of this it's called a steamer. Uh huh. Like it's like oh, a, it's like a little yeah, cheeseburger, yeah. which is quite good with bacon and Swiss cheese. And then, last last thing is the Adaluna style pizza. What another pizza? Oh, those are like hamburger buns. Yep, it's like hamburger buns with thick layers of cheese. Like and a giant cheese. Yeah, and a giant pickle. Oh, lemon sticks. <laughs> little frozen. That's Aww. oh, little peppermint. Yeah, Aww. that's cute. That's cute. So. A lot of regional foods. We're going to be doing this more than once, but um, a lot of foods out there that just look amazing and sound yeah. amazing. So, Oh, we got one last really topic. good topic. We're going to talk about here, which is let's see what we get. I'm very curious. I'm very curious. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh. South, South Park. Park. So okay. we actually just finished the Streaming Wars. which was Part two. Yeah, part one which and part two. They were very good show. Highlighting two different things that are going on right now. Basically talking about how out in the West, the... Spoiler uh, alert, by the way. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, well, I don't think we don't have the... We're not going to talk too much about the plot, but essentially the American West is drying up. A lot of the waterways have been privatized, and so many parts of the American West are experiencing historic drought. Lake Mead, Lake Powell are going under. And so South Park, for one reason, talks about how, because of climate change, the water's dried up in many areas. Yeah. But on top of that, you also talk about there's too many streaming services. (laughs) <laughs> how, like, not only water streams, but then that's an allegory for streaming services in real life where, and they talk about this in the second part, is where basically everyone's just creating, it's like content, instead of content driving the streaming service. The streaming services are driving the content. content. Yeah, so it's not like. demanding more content. Yeah, it's not like you're creating good content, which then drives people to your streaming service. Yeah. It's the set, the streaming service starts off with just funding a bunch of shows, many of which aren't good. And they lose money on tons of shows. Just so they can have, like, out of one in every seven times, like, a good show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is just uncreative junk that they're making. 
Like, there's a lot yeah. of shitty shows out there. Yeah. And so South Park, I think, quite tastefully reacts to this and makes fun of it. And they make fun of celebrities the entire yeah. episode. For yeah, selling out the cryptocurrency. Selling out to crypto, but now they're making fun of them for selling out to piss. piss. Literal piss, yeah. So one of the characters in the show is like, hey, guys, we're going to run out of water, but let's use urine. And then all these different celebrities like Larry David, uh, Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Reese Witherspoon, they're like, fortune favors the bold. <laughs> fortune favors the brave. The brave and the bold. And so, and then they start a, it's quite funny because literally the entire episode, they're just drinking piss. Yeah, like, or, covering, or eating things covered in piss. Or... Yeah, they're selling themselves out to just basically grift for piss. And <laughs> South Park really just doesn't hold back when it comes to yeah. critiquing these individuals. and. It has a good message with well, climate change, and it has a funny yeah. joke at the end. And I love how Man Bear Pig, and uh, he represents climate change. Climate His change, character yes. is an allegory for climate change, no matter where he's at. And Trey Parker and Matt Stone and basically they, just make fun the of themselves. Well, at the beginning, when Man Bear Pig first came in, it was like a whole thing where it's like, oh yeah, he doesn't exist. He doesn't yeah, no, exist. He's not or real. He does exist, but he's not actually that uh, bad. You know, not a threat. Well, that was the joke with Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. And then in this new one, it's the you know the writers are now like oh shit hey we were wrong we were wrong we're gonna and eat we see it yeah now. we're gonna eat crow on this and they they acknowledge how bad like they they make fun of the integrity yeah. storyline like they completely destroy that they're like hey it completely ruined my character <laughs> and everyone's like yeah they, so they're acknowledging that the moving out to our weed farm and doing all this other stuff was stupid yeah and that he's a scientist and that. They make fun of him for being a Karen, but then he becomes un-Karen. Then he be- goes back to being Karen, just Karen literally save the day. Kill PP or um, Man Bear Pig kills PP because in the end, Man Bear yeah, Pig will kill everybody. everybody. And then, oh my God, they give Eric Cartman boobs. Oh my God, he gets a he gets a, a we see breast Eric, implants. He gets breast implants, and we see his giant titties. titties. Yeah, at the very tires. end, they just show you everything. Oh yeah, the whole titties. All of them. And they're like, man, they animated that. They, they Somebody sat there painstaking hours late into the night, night. drawing that tits onto that little kid. Yeah, and, and you, <laughs> you just had to use like the that, hell, too. Like yeah. the Hellbenders thing, the... You got nice they titties for a little, little boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, it's like that style of humor, basically. And it's uh, It was quite good. I would say this is definitely... I did really enjoy I, I think it was the, better from the post-COVID specials, which The post-COVID special was just depressing. Again, it was, yeah, it was... The second one was just sad. It was far too depressing for... Have you, did you finished it, right? Yeah, I did finish yeah, it. Yeah, spoiler alert for that. I just watched it. And I was actually like, oh my god, Cartman's actually a half-decent dude. Yeah, he turns into a good person and saves the yeah. day, but... And then they go into the present. And he's a drunk. And he's a drunk, yeah, homeless man exactly. on the road. And it's like, oh... And if you notice, the kids that come up and hug Kyle yeah. are Cartman's kids, but their model, their sexes are changed. Oh, really? So it's an. I think he has an older girl, girl and a younger son, but Kyle has a younger girl, a younger girl and an older son. Yeah. That's interesting. The, their genders are swapped. But that it just it, I felt those were very negative, like not very, but they definitely weren't the happiest of, you know, storylines, but. This one, I would say, was definitely not happy, but it wasn't, I'd say, overtly negative. And I would say, it was, it, I think it was, it was pretty well made, so. Yeah. I don't know if you have any other closing statements about I South mean, Park. I mean, the South Park, I love how 
there was character development in the streaming wars. Yeah, definitely. Because the thing was with the post-COVID specials, it really didn't mean anything. No, because it took place in the future. It took place in the future, so whatever. It was just sending a really shitty message. It made me... Well, it was sending a good message about shitty people before COVID or still shitty people during COVID. Yes. But, you know... But I think definitely South Park has a way of staying very culturally relevant. Yeah. And I think that's been part of its success, given the fact that every single week they're talking about something new. In the news. Yeah. And they, I mean, their new season, they only have like six episodes. So maybe they're going to be coming out with more. I hope they come out with more. Because from what they made, it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. They made literally made an episode about Putin invading Ukraine mm-hmm. and how he's very nostalgic. Well, that's how they've always been doing it, is they... Write the episodes as events are unfolding. Yep, which is like have you seen the World War Zimmerman? Yes, episode? I did. Yeah, did that happen right after the Zimmerman? Uh, it was Martin, close. I think, or... I think it was. I think it was close. Maybe not right as it happened, but definitely like the next couple months, I believe. And so I just think it's wild that again South Park and South I think Park just tackles it. In yeah, they're very situations. meta, and I think that's definitely what makes them so relevant today. Even after twenty years of making this, is the fact that. Trey Parker and Matt Stone continue to create creative and imaginative content, which yeah, pokes is... fun at politics and our culture, and now is openly acknowledging that they were wrong about like climate change on the stuff. And they're like, yeah, we're also wrong about characters. Like, yeah, he's no longer gonna smoke weed all the time. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna be. He's gonna be an actual father, and so I think it's very good. I think yeah, you're are you fact checking though? Yeah. So, um. 2012. 2012, and I got the World War Zimmerman episode here. Came out in 2013. 2013. So it came so, out within the year, like within the year, basically. Well, yeah, almost exactly. Oh wait, yeah, yeah so a year and a couple months. But so. it was still very relevant, or at least more relevant than it is today, yeah. obviously. But again, I think that's part of the joy of South Park, even in this modern age. You know, where they're like, "Oh, you're gonna get canceled, woke peach." Yeah, not that shit. They still managed to be funny. Yeah. And they still managed to create they still manage humor, to, which is creative and, and enjoyable. And a lot of their things that are vulgar and just kind of racist or sexist or jokes poking fun at other people isn't them punching down. No. It's primarily them exaggerating these stupid stereotypical ideas. Yes, and making it into an, like an entire character. Yeah. Like the rednecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like in recent seasons, like Randy becoming an insufferable asshole. Yeah. Who is super online and just like... Constantly bitching or complaining. Like we about watched something. the Washington Redskins episode. Yes, the one where they make the startup company. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, that, and that's a good episode. That's a great episode where they do that. They poke fun at the you know terrible situation that is naming a football team. Came it's all white guy, like you know, all, all mainly white guys founded and ran entirely yeah. by white people, rich white people after Native Americans who we yeah. subjected brutalized, to brutal violence, trail of tears. Literal genocide. So again, it's but I think South Park's definitely. I think they've aged well. I think now they're better. Not no, not the older episodes. I'm saying that yeah. as they've grown up in as our society, their episodes are far less, like they're more tasteful. Yeah, they're more tasteful. In the way they make and, fun of stuff, and they're not like going after the we're going to be politically incorrect to be like politically yeah. incorrect. Like that kind of humor no longer really comes up. I'd say that much on South Park. Like, they're not poking at race. Now, like, yeah. Cartman will still be a racist asshole, but that's part of his character is he's a racist, dumb asshole. Yeah. And they really, I think, ex- exaggerate how stupid... No, I'd say one criticism is, like, I feel like a lot of characters are just fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, like I feel like it's the family guy effect where eventually 
Peter starts as like a caring dad, and now he's just mm-hmm. an insufferable piece of shit. You stupid. Yeah. Er, I think I say Eric is definitely like that sometimes, where he, he, they're they're exaggerating so much how much mm-hmm. of a dumb piece of shit he is. Yeah. And you're like, okay, again, he he, he can people like the lovable, goofy, stupid villain, mm-hmm. but if they become like Randy, where like you actually kind of start to hate their character. Yeah, where it's like, oh, he's actually becoming really insufferable. He's kind of annoying, but not in a good way. Like yeah. you, you really just don't like him, and it's it's not funny anymore. And you're watching a show in which you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want characters to be. You want every character. You want every character to be fun and, and lovable. stupid and lovable. Yes, and. I mean, I think Eric still has it, but they're definitely getting right up to the line of okay, what 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 do they do next with Eric? Like, what's yeah, his next what's big his stupid next scheme? Stu- yeah, because he always has, he always has like some stupid fucking some scheme. stupid yeah. shit. But like, I just don't know what they 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 do without basically just going over the line and being like, oh, Eric's gonna do uh, blackface. Oh, yeah. it's super scary. You're like, okay, like again, okay, like whoa, don't don't be whoa. stupid, fucking yeah. yeah. But I'd say South Park so far has been able to handle it pretty well. Yeah, and I feel like there's a good direction it's going in with the style, the approach that the people writing the episodes are taking now. Yes, they're not as corny, cringy, yeah. right-wing libertarian as they yeah. used to be. And so I think, though, we went over all of our topics, James. Yeah. We're about an hour and 50 minutes in, so well, I think now I would think... be a perfect time to make any special announcements about the show and then call it up for wrap. So I know... James and I are going to be doing, uh, in the coming weeks, basically a new, a special episode segment that we're probably going to be, going to be posting every now and then, called Zero to One Hundred. Yeah. Where we're going to be either watching movies which are very bad, which have really really bad ratings, yes. or really really yeah, good, good ratings. So basically, we could go from like Django Unchained one week to like uh, um, fucking Food Fight. Yeah, Food Fighter, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, or Jack and Jill by Adam Sandler. So the idea is that every single week it's going to be a wave of emotions. Either we're loving every second of the movie and we're crying tears of joy. Or That'll be... The, uh, yeah, and uh, there are also maybe drinking games to it. Yeah, we're going to try to make it fun and light. And like, give uh, you guys some I know one content. thing I want to watch is I want to watch Bad Hair with you. Yes. The Attack of the Killer Weave. And then I actually found... And what we do is we... Take a shot, everything, something absolutely fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, totally. Happens. Totally. I will tell you the hair drinks a woman's menstrual blood. So that oh, is a shot. Uh, that uh, is like. That's a that's death from cringe. That is that's like, like a, oh, that's okay, fucking we're... terrible. Yeah, no, it's like, I would rather. Like, yeah, no, I don't want to imagine. Shot. I might we'll use the shot. restroom when I know that scene's coming and up. I'm but I'm going to cry. But I think it's the, not creepy or anything. It's just you know? disgusting. It's just, it's just disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. And there's another movie I want to watch. It actually came out in 1956. It's called The Conquest, and it stars uh, get this John Wayne as Genghis Khan. Oh my god! And want to know some fun fact about this? They shot it in the Utah desert, which was downwind from where the government tested over 50 atomic bombs. The sand was irradiated, so they all acted in this sandy desert. And got a bunch of sand on them, right? Then they went back to a studio set in Hollywood and just brought some of the sand back with them. And they put it in these small rooms. So in these small rooms where they're recording very close together, they're breathing in radiated sand. Wait, this is real life? This is real. This is real. And out of the 200 people in the film, 91 of them died from cancer from Holy the uranium, shit. including John Wayne and his buddy in the film. So this is considered one of the worst movies ever made. I think it has the highest death count in terms of movies that were made. So... James, I think this is the movie we have to watch and review because not only is it horrible 
and very orientalist and racist against Asian people. It also literally killed people IRL. Again, like I fan- think that's a great place to start. I know, honestly, that's going to be a great place to start. And of course, we will say, we will rate them, you know, give them like a grading, uh, yes, percentile grading. Say 0 to 10. Well, I mean, it's 0 to 100, so anything, oh, you know, oh, like yeah. a percentile. Yeah, give percentile. it like a 95 on the, yeah, people- is it as stupid? Like, the hype around the movie yeah. doesn't meet, what percentage of the hype does yeah, it meet? Yeah, because, like, it's, for example, so it's from, like, Escape from, like, Guantanamo Bay with the Harold yeah. and Kumar. The hype was super high, yeah. and it was fucking awesome. So I'd give it, like, a solid yeah, I, 93%. It was hype. really, it's really good at, I'd say it's really, it's pretty good if you're, like, yeah. you know, you're not, like, a critic. Critics give it, like, a 40, but again, that would be something that we would definitely be, like, okay. I'm saying is, how much it lives up to the hype. How much it lives up to the hype, yeah. So no. if it's, like, if you're talking about, like, the original Star Wars film, and you're like, "Hey, this is the best movie ever made. This is the best Star Wars. How does it actually?" And then actually watching the it and seeing, okay, how good is it actually? Yeah, because I haven't watched to be fully honest, like the original because, trilogy since I was like fifteen. Yeah. I haven't watched it. So in a while. there might be those, there might not. Um, we're gonna look up the exact rules because I know we could uh, play segments of audio, right? Yeah. I so believe like that when it comes can, to yeah, what we can do is we can simply watch the movie and then talk to you guys about it, and then we can and then share. You can hear the dialogue. Yeah, we can play certain scenes. clips from it, just like small clips. But we yeah. can play like small clips from. I mean, just hearing John Wayne talk. We will figure it out. So just, and I think to give you a little taste of what's gonna happen, John Wayne speaks like how they imagine Mongol people talked. Oh the, no! And he's like, "My name is Genghis Khan," and he's like, "Mother." Doubt forth I come, killing innocent people. I have raped lots of women. And then and you're like you're like, Oh, he said it. He 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 just said it out he loud. Said it. He, he said, said it. he yeah, he's he's, he's using rape and the people are not people are not against it in this movie. And um super racist, super terrible. Oh literally killed ninety one people, including John Wayne himself, and I think that's definitely a movie we should start off with. Yeah. So but um, thanks other, for joining well, us. Well other oh. stuff we have to mention is I believe we both have Twitch accounts we can plug at the end. Yeah, of the yeah we have Twitch now. accounts. So if you want to give yours, so if you want to see just generic gaming video, like you know, yeah, shit like that. And uh, I'm on at Skeletor eighty one. And I'm at Solo Boondoggle. And I think what's super cool about it is, um, I think we're gonna be making and we're we're gonna be investigating at least doing some research and development into making <laughs> gaming content with each other. Yes. And recording fun games like Dark Souls and talking maybe about. The news and fun things while we're playing, just giving you general fun commentary while we're gaming. So that's also something that was in early, early development right now. Yeah, I think that'll be a little bit, but that'll be one of these episodes. Um, yeah, I think eventually it'll be a while. Yeah, sorry, fun. that made no sense. No, but it but, definitely will be something that we can will be able um, to do. Quite in well. further news, I believe we're gonna be our next episode is not gonna be until about two weeks. Yeah. Because you're going on vacation, and then as soon as you get back, I go on I'm, vacation. Yes, you're going on vacation. So, so this will be our last episode until probably at end of August. Yeah. It's so. going to be a bit. I'd say at least till like, yeah, probably till like the, near the end of August. But maybe. Well, not near the end. Yeah. yeah, like right at the beginning of August. Yeah. Late, end of July. Like maybe July 30th, for 31st, I mean. Yes. And maybe we'll put something together, but as of right now, it's like. As of right now, it's probably going to be August. So, but Somewhere around there. We'll keep you updated on everything. Uh, we're going to be making some more creative content yes. for you guys. and uh, Hope to broaden our horizons a little bit. Exactly. 
And I think after everything we've talked about, from Japanese far right nationalism, the South Park to Dude. Jurassic Park babies and Jurassic galaxies, Park babies I think, and stupid fandoms. Exactly. I think, I think this reminds us that we need to remain cautiously, cautiously optimistic. optimistic. And have a good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us, folks. Have a good one.